Hello and welcome to another episode of Story Screen Presents. It's a special episode again today, and if you've clicked on it, you know that we're talking that Oscars. And we don't want this one to be as long as the last two, even though they were a lot of fun to listen to. So we're going to jump right into it with all the formalities, getting them right out of the way. I am, of course, Mike Burge. I'm going to be your host for this evening, but a very small host. We're just going to we're going to be talking about stuff. I'm going to be reading off the lists. And we're going to be talking about a bunch of stuff. And by we, I mean all of the lovely, handsome people that I have with me right now. Today I am joined by... Bernadette Gorman-White. <coughs> Jack, killed by Oscars Kolodzewski. And... Robbie the Bebe Anderson. Great. And uh, Jack, do you want to take that again? Yep. Jack, killed by Oscars Kolodzewski. Awesome. And it's very nice to have the three of you here. Thank you for And uh, here is also kind of interesting. Mm. Um, the episode might sound a little weird to everyone out there. I have no idea what it's going to sound like because I've never edited in this spot because we are recording live from the brand new Story Screen Theater in Beacon, New York. <laughs> we are about to enter into our second soft open weekend, uh, which by the time that this airs, we will be in the middle of. Uh, we, we have a space that we're still building out that's going to be soundproof that we're going to use for our video production and our audio production. We're going to be recording some stuff in there. But this room that we're in theater two right now, which is a 23 seat stadium luxury seating theater, uh, that is fully soundproofed. Named so, after, uh, the second ter- Terminator movie. <laughs> yes. It's T2. named after T2. You yeah. all right, Jack? I'm okay. Do you want some beer? Yeah, I'll just drink some beer. Yeah, Do thanks. you need smart water? Uh, <laughs> they're big. And no, so, I'll stick with the beer, thank you. <laughs> as, uh, as some of you may know, we do the Oscars every year. Uh, we're, it's a little hectic over in the story screen world right now as we are getting schedules together for really kind of formatting the website into the thing that we really want it to be because now we have money to do it. Money. And uh, it's taking some moving over here and over there. So please uh, stick with us as we formulate like the best way to be able to get you the most content possible on the reg and also the best content on the reg. Hell yeah. It's a, it's a tricky mm-hmm. subject. So mm-hmm. please continue to give us your money so that we can. Oh yes, please, do, please yeah. do come. Yeah. yeah we'll and, continue to take your yeah. money. And if you live in the area, you can find all of our uh, screenings that we're going to be doing at storyscreenbeacon.com. As always, let's get these out of the way. Follow us at story underscore screen underscore beacon on Instagram. Uh, it's blowing up lately. It's yeah. cool. Well, now you can find movie times on there. So yep. that's a useful follow. Pretty Even good. You, you can follow us, us uh, on Twitter at story underscore screen as well. Um, and that that about does that. Let's let's jump in. Let's do this, guys. So we're talking that Oscars ballot 2019. Mm-hmm. 2018 was a pretty good year over everything like yeah. there's some pretty Movies. cool blockbusters out there there's some pretty good indies out there art both art house or horror or anything that you want to kind of throw at it so we got a bunch going on here so and i feel like those conversations are going to kind of just come up as we go around so let's jump in and we're going to start out with best supporting actress and the nominees are uh, amy adams from vice marina de tavira from roma Regina King from If Beale Street Could Talk, Emma Stone from The Favorite, and Rachel Weisz from The Favorite as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so who who wants to go first? I can go first. Do it. All right. So this year, I feel like, especially in the story screen family, 
our best of lists don't necessarily reflect the nominations that are coming out. So I'm sure that'll come up again and again. But the one that, and I haven't seen this film yet, the one who I think is probably going to get it and probably deserves it is Regina King from If Beale Street Could Talk. I still haven't seen this movie yet, but she looks amazing in it just from the small trailer that I did see. And this is like at the top of my list. These two boys have. You didn't see yeah. it, Jack, I did didn't you? see it. Yeah, no. me and Robbie right. saw it. It's a, it's a very special movie. She is excellent in it. Yes. Excellent in it. I'd, I'd pick her even over everybody on this list is really great. She's actually not my choice, though. Ooh. I'm not sure if you want to work our way to me or I can go next. Well, I mean, I said mine. She said hers. We- uh, I'm actually going with Rachel Weisz. Nice. Really? Yeah. It'd be uh, really okay. cool. I thought she did such a good job in The Favorite, and I feel like uh, her performance is uh, really good for kind of like evening out the balance between our other two actresses, our, our, our other supporting and our, and our lead actress. I feel like she is kind of like the one holding the scales in that movie. And I think she does a really brilliant job. And, uh, you know, I also want to just throw her some love because I'm a big lobster fan as well. So oh, her big, performance, big Rachel Weisz fan. Yeah, for but sure. Mommy. But, uh, I thought her character in that movie was, love that mommy. was very interesting. And she actually had my favorite arc. In the film, so I, I wanted yes. to throw it to her. Yeah, there's there's three great arcs in the yes. favorite that are all happening, and they are all amazing. Like in any other world, I couldn't, I I, I could imagine myself being really straught over trying to figure out do I pick Emma Stone or Rachel Weisz, mm-hmm. but Regina King in If Beale Street Could Talk is just a powerhouse of a performance. It's it's just it, it just feels right to me. And if Rachel Weisz or Emma Stone walk away with this, totally. Yeah. This category had a lot of good ones. I think this is the one category that I feel good about everyone nominated on. I haven't seen Mm -hmm. Vice, but Amy Adams needs an Oscar. And she's very good. If we need to Leonardo DiCaprio, Amy Adams for this category, like it's okay. Oh, she's not there yet. She'll get there. Yeah, she'll get there. She's close, For a Leo. She's She's been snubbed. Too many times. Agreed. It's, the fact that she didn't win for want, a rival. I don't, wanna, yeah, I, I don't like it when they win for stuff that they don't, that they shouldn't win for. It's well, like, neither do I, but I don't, I don't really like any of these Oscars too much this year. Uh, mm-hmm. But this category I feel pretty good at about anybody on here taking it away. I kind of feel like what you guys were talking about with the favorite, They those three roles are so perfectly intertwined in that movie that they all – elevate each other and depend on each other in such a way that I think they're almost going to cancel each other out in yeah, this category. Yeah. Um, Splitting those votes. Yeah, exactly. I think, uh, yeah, I think they will split their votes for each other because honestly, I don't know if I could pick between Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz mm-hmm. on this one. I haven't seen uh, If Bill Street Could Talk or Vice. I have seen Roma. I think uh, Marina de Tavira mm-hmm. uh is kind of the dark horse here because mm-hmm. she is pretty She's phenomenal. Like, yeah, I don't want to yeah. like, and I'm glad you brought it. I don't want to just like scope over her, but yeah. she is, you don't realize it until the end of the movie. And honestly, I didn't even really take it into account of how great she was until she was nominated. And I was like, oh, that's right. She was, she was really phenomenal. great in that yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, was raised by a single mother who kind of went through the same situation. We weren't like solid middle class, upper middle class like that family. Mm-hmm. But right. yeah, that really resonated with me because my mother also had to sit her four kids down and say like, oh, 
her father is gone. Yeah. yeah. And so that really hit me hard for sure. Yeah. She was great in that film. Well, before we move on, uh, Jack, you got you to gotta pick. At least I, yeah. go on the record. Mm. I think I'm actually going to go with Emma Stone. Cool. Emma um, Stone? Yeah. Not uh, because uh, – No, that's good. We're spreading the love. It's tough. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm spreading the love a little yeah. bit. Is I mean, Emma Stone really – like you can't pick between them. Yeah. That's my prediction. But I, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised to see really any of these – these women get picked and that'd be cool. So yeah, be neat. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's bounce on over now. Uh, we're going to go, uh, the next one, best supporting actor. Let's talk about that. Best supporting actor. And the nominees are Mahersha Ali from green book, Adam driver from black Klansman, <laughs> Sam Elliott from a star is born, Richard E. Grant from can you ever forgive me? And Sam Rockwell from vice. Who wants to start this one out? Okay, I'll Not do me. it. I haven't seen <laughs> Sam, any of these Sam Rockwell being nominated for Vice is one of the dumbest fucking things I've ever seen. He's, Sam Rockwell is an insanely yeah. talented person, and he's on a huge hot track right now yes. from his win last year. He won last year, right? He did. He did. And yeah, okay. Sam Rockwell in Vice is an over-glorified... Will Ferrell? Decent. <laughs> no, he's doing a decent job, but he's in, he's in like four minutes of the movie. Yeah. He's not in it that much. He doesn't really have much structure to it. It seems really odd to me that he is nominated. Did you like Vice overall, Mike? I enjoyed Vice. Vice. I, I wouldn't say I liked it. Okay. That's yeah. really splitting hairs. It's. I don't think that it's a well-made movie, but... Can you put it on our scale? The, it knocks? Enough. Enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's low. it's fine, and uh, there, there's there's like Ooh, that's five Nox, moments in Vice <laughs> that make it really cool, yeah. but those moments only last for the faintest of briefest moments, I think, and they're only yeah. in the memory. I think Adam McKay's The Big Short was actually a better made film. Sure. Yeah. It, it's, it's got it's got less it it's got like love. less strings attached to it. Yeah, I, I, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like you're watching this, and Christian Bale's amazing in Vice. Mm-hmm. He really is. And we'll, get, we'll get to that. Category. We'll get to that. But I would say, like, just I just want to get that out of the way. And I watched uh, "Can You Ever Forgive Me" uh, literally today to be able to knock off two of these people, the best actress as well. Uh, and uh, Richard E. Grant is very good in "Can You Ever Forgive Me," and. Um, I also watched Green Book last night, and Mahersha Ali absolutely kills it in Green Book. He is the best part about that movie <laughs> that actually has a lot of really good things going for it, but it's also just Green Book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I will say, like, I, I want I want Sam Elliott to win because that's my boy, and I actually had a dream the other night that he did win. Oh. And so I want that to come to free. He never won, never won an Academy Award, Sam Elliott. Yeah. Never won. Has he? I don't think he's ever been nominated. I believe he's been nominated before. Maybe a, a few times? Yeah. But, yeah. It, it, fuck, man. Maybe even not. Who knows? I don't think he has, to be honest. I think he made some comment. He was like, he heard about his about nomination. About fucking time. It's yeah, about that's time. That's what he said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that actually brings me. So I originally had Adam Driver down for my pick, but uh, I had like a brain blast of really thinking about A Star is Born. And I think I'm going to switch my vote to Sam Elliott. Uh, I think his performance in that movie is very good. I think that he plays the kind of like brother manager warrior of sorts role very well. Um, 
not say away from like Adam Driver, who again was like the, and my I, other. I, choice. If you don't mind, I'd love to talk about that for a brief second before yeah. we hop over to them. Adam Driver and Black Klansman. What did you dig about that? Well, that's like uh, that's why I had to like. I think I what I liked. I liked Adam Driver's character in that movie, like what he had to do plot wise. I think I was more into. But then when I thought about the performance, I was just like. Well, I think I actually dig Sam Elliott's performance. Like, I, I think Adam Driver's a great actor, and I think he does an amazing performance in the movie, but it's just like it never stuck with me. And he's popping up in yeah. you know yeah. articles that I'm reading, podcasts that I'm listening to. He's nominated for a fucking Academy Award. And I'm like, this is the one that you nominate yeah. Adam Driver for? It, it really is. Like, they're... Not The Last Jedi, which like oh. he gives a baller oh, <laughs> performance in. Did he get nominated yeah. for Patterson? No. I don't think so. No. no, he didn't. That would be the one. If really? I was going to yeah. give him one, like that, he was really good in that movie. Like, he, like you said, he's fine in Black Klansman. Like everyone's pretty fine. And the, in these Black are the Klansman, these but. are the politics of Oscars. It's like you get nominated for a movie that maybe you did good in, and it's getting a lot of buzz. Like I feel like the the movie Black Klansman is getting way more buzz than it maybe should. it should, and mm-hmm. that's kind of seeping out into the other people. That are, like, the fact that Adam Driver got nominated for Best Supporting Actor yeah, and the lead actor didn't, like, it's that's insane to me. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll say this, that uh, I thought Black Klansman had a lot of issues. I think we're all in good company. We all kind of feel that same way. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I Adam like the Driver, movie. Yeah. Adam Driver to me feels like the only real person in that movie, and I love John David Washington. He was a blast to watch. He yeah. was fun. I wanted, Adam to, Driver, I wanted to say John Henry Washington. I was like, that's not his name, so I just said the lead actor. <laughs> it's go. John David, right? John, I, right, right. I think so. Right. But yeah, I think Adam Driver isn't my person that I think is going to win. But yeah, he was the one who felt like a real person to me yeah. while I was watching it. So I get why he was nominated because he was the only thing that stuck out. In that movie, which seems almost kind I mean, of like the bad guy in it too, like that one. Oh, he's dude. good. Like, yeah. yeah, but you can't. Yeah. It's a bad you can't look. You can't nominate someone playing a KKK member. No, right. Um, but yeah, I think that's I. When I was like, we were outside, and I was like marking mine down. I think that's why I had to. I had to reassess as we were talking about the table. Like you know, I have like a brain blast of like you remember the movie in like chunks, and you're like, oh wait. I need to change my decision. So in a split second, that's what I did. Okay, and I got to tell you, my brain is not blasting over Black Klansman. I mean, granted, we did <laughs> no, see that's it a while what I'm saying. ago. My, mine blasted over Star is Born, and that's why I switched to Sam Elliott. Yeah. Right, right. I'd, like, uh, Did everybody get their, their picks in? No. Uh, let, me just, let me just go real quick because I don't have a lot to say. Yeah, do I don't really have? have a horse in this race because the only movie I saw in this is Black Klansman, and we've kind of already – Said that I don't really you still think. Haven't seen a Star Is Born? No, man, I tried. I got I was a little busy. Damn, girl, yeah. getting married and all that. Yeah, I was a little busy. Um, but I am gonna say Sam Elliott as well, just because yeah. uh, I I mad respect for that. It's about fucking time line, and he just looks like a cool cat. So is that you, Sam? Is that Sam Elliott down the line? Burn? Did you say yours? N- no, I haven't. Uh, <gasps> so this is one of those categories where I'm gonna go with who I think is going to win for blood. But I would also very, very, very much be happy with Sam Elliott taking this. But I think it's gonna go to Mahershala. Oh, it's probably and, yeah. And I'm into that because I think he's phenomenal. I haven't seen Green Book, but I think we're all riding those True Detective highs right now. Well, I've seen them. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Sorry. No, no. I, I, look, I put <laughs> the two, in, two hours and 10 minutes and 58 seconds in, okay? That's true. I saw it. And he's, but he's great in it. He, he, he deserves to win 100%. He's a phenomenal yeah, actor. He's, he's, he's amazing. He sticks out like a sore thumb in that movie. If it's Green nuts. Book gets any awards, this I hope it. it's this one. 
Yeah. Um, did he get nominated for anything for Moonlight? Like best yes. supporting? Yes. Oh, he, he won. He won. He won. That's like that's why we're in the age of Mahershala. Hell yeah. 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 Cool. That's we're screening Moonlight for our second soft open this weekend. Like we're we're screening it. Plugs, plugs, plugs. Tomorrow. Plugs, and plugs, uh, plugs, I had to watch the first 15 minutes of like the DCP that we got, which is a digital cinema package. It's the hard drive oh, version that they give you. Okay. It's very nice. Inside and I watched the first 15 minutes and it's the first 15 minutes of Moonlight is just you're following Mahershala Ali's character around like while he's like checking up on people selling drugs and stuff like yeah. that. Spoilers for the first 15 minutes of uh, he's so moonlight. badass. And he's just, you're just like, yeah. this guy, where the fuck did this guy come from? True Detective this season is technically boring, I think, but his performance is so fucking good that I just, I like hang on wow. every, no, I'm seriously. No, 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 I'm agreeing with like, you that the True performances Detective season are, three is quite boring because it's kind of just going back to basics. Technically. everybody seemed to give it a hard time when they tried something new. This is why this will two. be a three hour technically, yeah, <laughs> Technically on paper. It's boring if you describe it, but like his his performance is so fun. He's I mean, amazing. He's not alone. Stephen like, Dorff is Stephen also Dorf. Dorf. really good. Can we ass. all give it up yes. for Stephen Dorff real quick? Absolutely. Four way five. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Someone give me the HBO Go password. Yeah, yes, Hell yeah. Yes, yes, not yes. not so much that wig that Dorff's got on, but otherwise. Oh, not as good. He looks good in the middle one. In the nineties one. The nineties one. Slick. He looks that fucking jacket. great. But that's not a wig in the nineties one. I'm talking about the eighties one. Oh, the 80s one with his wig? Yeah. Well, they the both got wigs the on. The I know they do, Spoilers but still. For wigs, guys. It should uh, just be like a contract that they have to work together again in like at least something. three other projects. I know. Right. I know. Um, okay. Got them all. Got them got all. Got everybody. Cool. Everybody's good. Mark uh, down. Yep. Let's move on to some, uh, let's some, let's do some quickies because like it's not going to last forever because we're going we're gonna to run through some quickies This is not going to be three hours long. So podcast. Uh, next up, that. Next up, we're going to talk about visual effects and the nominees are... Avengers, Infinity War, Christopher Robin, First Man, Ready Player One, and Solo, A Star Wars Story. <laughs> Who wants to go first? I'll go first because I haven't seen any of these yet. <laughs> You've seen none of these? None of these. What? Not so- Christopher Robin. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Wow. So I'm going to go with the one that I really, really want to win, which is First Man. Because even though I'd I haven't see. seen it, yep. that's the one that I really in my heart of hearts wants to win. You totally. should see that movie. I know. That movie has your name written all over <laughs> it. We talked about this during the Best of Podcast. Yes. Jack, what do you <laughs> Yes. I also would really love First Man to win this. Cool. I could see them picking Infinity War. Okay. Mm-hmm. I went into F- Infinity War very, very skeptical, thinking, wait, they're making a big blue CGI guy, the bad per- guy per- again? Purple. Purple, I you know, color. It's okay. I, I rolled my eyes when he said it. Purple uh, is a shade but, of blue. But listen, a hue of blue. He, Thanos looks so fucking convincing as like a one hundred percent CGI character on screen at all times. Like the facial animation is so good that I never like throughout that movie's like what four or five hour long runtime. I never <laughs> once stopped to think like that's a CGI dude. So I could see him giving it to it, but. On the other hand, First Man is pretty – I would say the only reason I could see the Academy giving it to Infinity War over First Man is I think uh, First Man's hits really hard in the sound more so than the visuals right. for me. Yeah. For sure. This Rabbit. was a going with a heart rather than maybe yeah. what went. So, Jack, what are you actually choosing? Uh, I think my actual prediction is Avengers. Cool. Just, Robbie, what you got? I'm between two. I originally marked down Ready Player One, 
And then I started thinking about Purple Homer Simpson, and now I'm torn. Oh my god! If Ready Player <laughs> fucking won, listen, listen, Academy dude. I know that you have a bone so, to pick with that movie, quick, but the one quick, thing I, it does... I rewatched Ready Player One a couple weeks ago. That's a good movie, actually. That movie kind of fucks. Really like, it's kind of cool. It's a well-made movie. I quit. If there's it one, is, you haven't seen it. I don't have to. If there's one thing that movie does well, which is not, there's only one thing it does well. It looks fucking amazing. It does look fucking It looks amazing. fucking amazing. And like, listen, I get that like you have a lot of people being sad anime boy the whole time. I'm kind of here for it. Yeah, that's a, it's a and part like, of And the like story, the yeah. derelict city that they're in for like the realism part of the movie. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to, I'm sticking with Ready Player One. Yeah, you I talked do, yourself up. I do think Avengers Infinity War does an excellent Excellent, excellent job, job. Excellent like, with job. what it's doing. And, but any of these people could win. Absolutely. But I want to throw it to Ready Player One because Even I for think... Robin? Uh, did you see the trailer? Yeah. That was pretty yeah. cool. They look like the, the Pokemon from All right. I was going to say, uh, get, ready, Pikachu. get ready for Detective <laughs> Pikachu to win next year if that's yeah, your yo, Detective, Detective Pikachu, Pikachu looks, looks fucking awesome. awesome. It does actually look pretty awesome. awesome. I can't wait to see whoa, it. Jack, whoa, Jack. Whoa, whoa. Jack just said Detective Pikachu looks awesome. Dude, I'm in. Yeah. What? I think it looks fun, yeah. too. Um, it looks so good. Video games, right? Why don't you like Ready Player One? Anyway, uh, it's, my it's pick is going to be line. Solo. Ooh, I like it. Because I think that going over this, because Ready Player One was my first one as well. Is it the shot of the jewels? It's the definitely jewels. the jewels. jewels. Those <laughs> visuals. It's, they're stunning. No, I'm going to say Solo, a Star Wars story, because I do think that <laughs> it looks great. Yeah. Industrial light and magic. They're really good at doing things that aren't showy. And all of these other ones are showy. The Kessel they're Run. spectacle visual effects. And Solo, cool. a Star Wars story, is it. it Star Wars is all about immersing you in this universe and making you thinking that it's real. Yeah. And I went back and forth between Ready Player One and Avengers Infinity War for the exact same reason, almost to the T, what Jack said. Mm-hmm. It's like, it looks great. Thanos looks awesome. That should not work. But I'm going to go with Solo. That's going to be my chicken in this race. Yeah, the, uh, the Kessel Run race. I like and it. The, the snow train scene. Fire. It's great. Looks awesome. We That's ha- when the, we move, have the to, movie's We have still to move good. on, though. We have to, we have to keep it going. Robbie's going to talk himself out have, of choosing. <laughs> anybody have anything else to say about visual effects? Good. Okay. Now we're going to run through these three guys real quick. Uh, animated short film. Uh, nominees are uh, Animal Behavior, Bow, Late Afternoon, One Small Step, Weekends. I will be the first to say the only one of these that I saw was Bow before, Same. Co- Same. before Coco, right? Yep. So that's it. I'm going with Bao also. Was it before but, Coco? Uh, no, it was before. What did you show it during when we did the pop-up? Didn't you show it You mean Incredibles 2? Was it in front it was of Incredibles 2? Oh, yeah, Incredibles 2. Oh, that's when it's Because Coco was 2017. Yeah. holds us down. Yeah. Jeez, I was trying to think, what is the Pixar movie this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bao's the only one that I saw, so I'm going for that. Disagree, well, Incredibles 1 was so good. Yes. Incredibles 2 is Incredibles fucking, 2 is great. Just don't worry really about good. it. It's a great movie. You'll figure it out. It's a great years, movie. So it just fine. does not go to the same heights that the first one did. Jesus. I feel the same way with Monsters, Inc. and Monsters University. My threshold is higher. That's all. So which one are you going with, then, Jack? I, I, I only saw Bao as well. But I do, you know, I, I can't speak to these other shorts, but I think Bao really is. Even amongst, like, the other Pixar animated shorts, I think Bao is, like, special. Yeah. For sure. 100%. You know what? I am just going to follow suit and not let you suckers get ahead of me if you also uh, <laughs> win that category. Uh, so I'm going to cross the cross, cross the board. Cross board. And we also have just a spoiler <laughs> alert. During the break in here, we're going to have Diana chime in. She's out in California right now visiting her sister. Hi, Diana. Hi, Gabby. Hi, Hi Shen. Hi, guys. Diana. We love Our you. listeners out in California. And she's going to chime in 
with a voice message talking about uh, the animated shorts because she went and saw them out there as well as what she thinks about some of these other guys. So we'll get a little bit more in depth than that. She's well, doing all the grunt work for us. We'll also, uh, we'll also announce the winners for cinematography and film editing during the commercial oh. break. So just stay tuned for that one. <laughs> I think they reversed that decision. They did, they they did really which did. is great. Yeah, they yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, if you could see Jack's face oh. right now. Well, Oscars were so messed up this year because they were like, oh, we're going to do a popular feature and then lots of backlash. Cool. It's a That's a stupid idea. When we come back from the commercial break, we should talk about what a fucking dumpster fire Shit the Oscars show. have been the this Oscars year. Are. We'll come back to that. Well, I mean, yeah. they really, like, they've just been, like, kind of, hey, man. Mike, you're very nice. They have it's been, there's been show. a lot of shit around the Oscars this year. I mean, it started they lost like the their Kevin host. Thing. Yeah. They lost, they tried to introduce. Yeah, but I don't care about I don't care if you shit. don't care. Like, it's still you a big deal. You don't care about this shit either. It's what are still you talking big, about? Yeah, but it's still you like. You don't care who hosts the Oscars. No, but the fact that the Oscars lost their host and then were unable to replace their host with a different host, uh-huh. kind of a big deal. I guess. Worth talking about. Sure, yes, we'll talk about definitely. it. We'll see how much we get out of it. I agree, Jack. Moving on, we have Thank you, Bernadette. Uh, You're welcome. Live action short film. Uh, the nominees are Detainment, Fauve, Marguerite, Mother, Skin. Now this isn't Mother. It's not. Different, <laughs> it's not. It's not it's Mother. It's a different movie. It's a okay. different one. Yeah. Gotcha. Mother would probably have been a cool like short. I mean, <laughs> if you could just cram that into ten. I'm just gonna minutes. throw this out there. I'm gonna pick Mother just because I'm gonna pretend that. It's mother. Mother. Me too. And I hope it wins. I'm going with because I haven't seen any of these. I'm going with skin <laughs> because that's a cool name. Cool. Jack, I'm, I can't pick one of these. You have good to conscious. pick one. I've you not have seen to pick any one. of them. You have to just do it for the points. You don't want to win for blood. All right, I'm just gonna go fauve. Fauve. <laughs> okay. I I agree. I was also going to go with mother because it was on my best of 2017 list. Bump it. Mother. So. <laughs> mother. Mother. All right. And Mama. Uh, moving moving on from that, we have the um, documentary short. Yes. And it's funny because it says documentary short subject is the yeah. actual name of the title. Is what I'm and uh, the nominees for this are Black Sheep, Endgame, Lifeboat, A Night at the Garden, and Period. End of sentence. I'll just toss mine out there quick to a period. End of sentence. That's a good name for anything. So that's got my vote. I'm going with Endgame because it's the name of the future Avengers movie, which I don't think this is about. This is a <laughs> this is a this is a bad movie prediction podcast. <laughs> yeah. We're, We're just, just, I just like doing it. We're moving. We're moving. One. We're moving through the stuff. <laughs> I also like the name of period, end of sentence. That's a pretty cool. That's your vote? That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. If only all there was right. a place where we could watch all these animated shorts perhaps next year before Working on it. Working on it. <laughs> One thing at a time, right? I'm going to go with Lifeboat because that's what I need in this category. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my wow. God. There are roses falling from the sky right now. Wow. Did you install a rose faller in the theater? Excellent. It's very American Beauty in here. Give me time. Uh, is that everybody? That's yeah, everyone. Can we get we, the fuck out of here? Okay. All right. So it. moving on to something that I think is going to be a really fun, interesting conversation. We're going to go to original score. Mm-hmm. And the nominees are Ludwig Gerenson for Black Panther, Terrence Blanchard for Black Klansman, Nicholas Brittle for If Beale Street Could Talk, Alexandra Duplat for Isle of Dogs, and Mark Shaman for... Um, I have to check my note. Mary Poppins Returns. Mm-hmm. That's the sequel to Mary Poppins. Got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like Batman. Yep. 
Revenge. And Superman. Revenge of Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins is next. Returns has the same <laughs> color palette as Batman Returns. So Robbie, Robbie is our go-to uh, music bay. Pops. Don't know how let's, it happens. Let's throw it at you. He's, he's our popper. On, let's throw it at you. So, start the conversation. So what are we for, doing here? So for me, it was between uh, Ludwig Scorison's. That might not be the way to say that. Black Panther's score. Uh, D sent us like a like a podcast explaining like how he created the sound for the movie. It's very interesting. I recommend that you find that. Um, and it was also between Isle of Dogs. Um, Isle of Dogs takes place in Japan. The music kind of follows in suit. Very like bassy, drummy, droning sound. Very cool. Um, <clears throat> and then I also just want to shout out to If Beale Street Talk because like that score is also very good. It's but an amazing score. It's an amazing score. It's an amazing score. But I will have to say I'm going to throw my bone – at all the dogs, um, I oh, think. The, oh God, the roses again! Yeah, you like God, that? They're, <laughs> they're just cute. Uh, I had them cue for applause, but I guess they're they're cued up for just like uh, really ironic jokes. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was really between Black Panther score and the Isle of Dogs score. The Black Panther score, I think, is excellent, but I'm more into its soundtrack. Isle of Dogs, I think uh, the score is so much a part of, like, the movie and the engine of the movie that I have to throw it at Isle of Dogs. Totally, man. My – so I, in the same vein, think Black Panther is my my heart of hearts. I want to win this one. I really do think the score, like, drives – Black Panther has a kick-ass soundtrack and also a kick-ass score. Like. Both all the music associated with Black Panther rules, um, but I'm gonna throw my prediction, and this is more a, a jab at the Academy than anything. To I think they're gonna give that shit to Mary Poppins. They mm, might. They might. I yeah. think they they're might. gonna give that shit to Mary Poppins. I don't want them to. I'm gonna give it to Black Panther. I'd also be cool with Isle of Dogs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if we're if we're going for points here, it's mm-hmm. it's Poppins. Mm. Yeah, I see in my heart. I want it to be Isle of Dogs. For blood. Because I feel like Wes Anderson constantly gets snubbed, but he's always up against really great things. Yeah. Yeah, it's always bad. But his stuff is always really great, and he never gets, like, the credit where it's due. So in my heart, I really hope that Alexandra gets to take it. That would be wonderful. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if Black Panther kind of gets <laughs> snubbed in a lot of these other categories and they give it to Black Panther for this category, which is also well-deserved. I so could that see is, that for sure. That is my choice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ludwig did an, an amazing job in that film. Mm-hmm. Like, everything sticks with you, music yeah. included. Ludwig, uh, you know, just to also say, he uh, does a lot of the production for Childish Gambino's yes. and stuff too. So he is a. it's cool to see him get in this uh, Academy setting and, and see him kind of throw his chops in the ring, you know? I agree. This is a rough one. It's hard. It is a tough uh, one. Black Panther is my easy choice, but uh, I re-listened to the uh, score for If Beale Street Could Talk a couple days ago while I was editing some stuff, and it's it is—it really is a phenomenal little thing. And if it's the one piece of recognition that I can get, you know, Black Panther deserves it wholeheartedly. Because it's absolutely amazing. The, the, the soundtrack that Black Panther has is great, but it's not really in the movie all that much. No. There's yeah. only like maybe four or five songs that are actually in it. And the soundtrack was made in tandem with the score as mm-hmm. well. So they are pieces of the same puzzle if they paint a different picture, so to speak. Do you need and that whole, that, that whoop, 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 whoop,
Yeah. It is one of the most amazing rewatching Black Panther when that happens and we have like that Ryan Coogler staple of just like the one take, even if it's CGI digitally enhanced, it's just you can't help but get it. But if Beale Street could talk is Black Panther is the coolest score on here, but if Beale Street could talk is the one that I will be listening to for the rest of my life. Going with the dark horse. And it's yeah. it's uh Nicholas Bertel is is becoming my new uh Johan, my, my sweet boy, my sweet boy Johan. Don't, don't make me cry. And uh, why is that score not on this list? That's the question. No, it's not eligible. It's, right? It's yeah. eligible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's, 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 it's just a man of reason. Within the MPG, just a man of reason. Awards, okay. right? what, was that, what was that one thing you sent us? The Chainsaw Awards or some shit? Yes. Mandy's oh yeah, up for the, the horror stuff. Yeah. Mandy's up for everything. It's basically <laughs> Mandy and Hereditary like run. And uh, surprisingly too, so is Mary Poppins should. Returns. Weird. Yeah. Really headlining the Chainsaw Wars. There's a twist in Mary Poppins Returns. You will. Um, well, it'll make more sense in Mary Poppins Revenge. Is that is that, a, is, that is that everybody, Burn? You got yeah, it. I marked you down for if Bill Street could talk. Cool. Yes. Yep. Cool. Did you you did yours? Yeah. I okay. mean, I think coming into Wakanda and seeing them mm. battling out for who's going to be king in Wakanda. Very punctuated. And even that heist scene. um, Yeah, the the score in that movie is This is This is another, like, in in a season where not all the categories are going to be our favorites, this is a good one for sure. Yes. Yes. All right, let's keep it moving. We'll break into another one one here, babies. Next up is animated feature. And the nominees are Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Uh, uh, the nominees are Incredibles 2, Isle of Dogs, Mirai. Mirai? Mirai. Mirai? Mm-hmm. I didn't know where it's from. Uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet. And of course, Spider-Man <laughs> into the Spider-Man. Godspeed, Spider-Man. Spider-Man is nowhere else on any of these categories, and it should Mm-mm. be. And that's a damn shame. It should be in a lot of these Because yep. it is a phenomenal, phenomenal movie. There's no chance that this one does not go to Spider-Man, I feel like. This will be this will break my heart more than anything else, I think, if it does not win. I my vote is Spider-Verse. Of course. But Incredibles 2 and Isle of Dogs are big heavy hitter contenders that I would not mind seeing the award going with them, but I do think it's gonna go to Spider-Man and I would prefer it to go to Spider-Man. I just don't want to knock the other the other two because Isle of Dogs is an achievement. It's phenomenal. It's an achievement. It came out too early. Film. That's the issue. The heat has dried off. We're still mm-hmm. super hot. There was Spider-Man. not a ton of heat on and, uh, Isle of Dogs in the first there place, There was a though. lot of heat. There was. Yeah. There was. No. When it first came I don't know, man. Out. Really. I don't think, think so, out. dude. I don't think so. I think there, in your mind there might have been, but like the general tone was not as hot for like a Wes Anderson movie especially. Mm-hmm. It kind of came and went a little bit. And listen, maybe, I love Isle of Dogs as might, well. Maybe my memory is different, whatever, but like yeah. everybody was seeing Isle of Dogs for three weeks straight. It was like, did you see Isle of Dogs yet? Did you see Isle of Dogs yet? And it was the first like big movie straight. after Black Panther. It was the first, like, one of the first yeah. big movies of the year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it yeah. was, like, back in March. And um, Incredibles 2, I really like, uh, if I could say anything else about Incredibles 2, the motor- the motorcycle chase scene with Elastigirl is some of the coolest shit I've ever seen on the Incredibles 2 is super Incredibles fucking cool. Incredibles 2 fucking is awesome. But, uh... And, like, the... the, the Spider-Verse the, is an achievement. In, Spider-Verse <laughs> makes the move. Incredible we're not, not going to get to talk fucking about... Fucking is awesome. <laughs> we're not going to get to talk about Incredibles 2 anywhere else on this list. So, real quick, I want to just point out how 
absolutely fucking awesome. The relationship between Elastigirl and the bad guy in that movie, voiced by Catherine Keener, mm-hmm. is like mm-hmm. the fact that you have Holly Hunter and uh, wait, Holly Hunter or Holly yeah. Hunt? Ho- Holly Hunter. I get them Holly confused Hunter, all the time. Holly Hunter. Holly Hunter and Catherine Keener being like the main characters in this movie, the main protagonist and antagonist. These women who are insanely talented at what yeah. they do, but also happen to have really good voices, and they they're not specifically the voice actors. Yeah. The fact that you have them on it's it's a it, I think it's a prize that's been overlooked mm-hmm. because again, Incredibles two landed in a spot where it was like it, it was like Infinity War was just coming out, and like yeah. all of these big movies, Solo was just com- like all of these big movies are coming out, and it kind of got lost. It got buried under Blockbuster. And Incredibles 2, much like Isle of Dogs, I think, is going to get a lot more love in the next couple of years. Same with Ready Player One. I think once we detach ourselves away from the Blockbuster-y action of it, people are going to give it a chance now that it's on Netflix or HBO and they can watch it for free and they're going to go, oh, it's not as bad as I thought it was. And the second time you watch it, it's even better. Or it hits harder than I I originally thought, Mm -hmm. perhaps. So, Burge? Oh, Spider Spider Man! There's no, yeah, there's no argument here. Spider Man into the Spider Verse is a masterpiece. Uh, listen to our best of podcast to really hear our our full thoughts and opinions, and read some of our best of articles to really hear us talk. That Godspeed, Spider Man. We did we did a hot take on that one. <laughs> we also did a hot Don't take on that Spider Man. Start over there. Back to formula. So yeah, <laughs> I I definitely am also going in the Spider Man Spider Verse camp. But I will say, Wes Anderson is going to still keep making his beautiful stop-motion animation, regardless of if he wins an Oscar. Why I think it's important for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse to get that Oscar is to show that people want that. Yeah. That's the type of thing that people want and we need. It's so creative Mm -hmm. and important. Wes Anderson is still going to make his beautiful films that sometimes I feel like are just for me. I know they're not just for me, but they're awesome. Yeah. If he also wins, I'll be overjoyed. Mm-hmm. But I, I definitely think it's going to Spider-Verse. Yeah, I think so too. My only hope is that if Spider-Man does win, Sony learns the right lessons from it. I'm yes. not sure what the wrong lessons to learn from Spider-Verse could be because there's pretty much nothing wrong with that movie I could it's think of. It's hand in hand with Venom, baby. But Venom made, a, Venom made over a billion dollars, so I don't have yeah. no fucking clue. You're not going to win. You guys watched Venom. Right? Yeah, we I did. I have not. You haven't seen it? No. It's Venom is mine. It's, it's awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome. Really awesome. awesome. <laughs> I am down so many brain cells from when I started. Give me so much Venom. I want Venom to be the new Saw. I want Venom to be the new Saw franchise. They give you a new one every year. I don't have enough time in my life to see all of the movies that I actually like truly want to see let alone all of the movies that i do want to see even though i know they i'm they might not be like this level you know you, what i you mean you should watch venom your dog will love it i'll, oh I'll get God. there yeah. i'll get there it was made for him that's yeah. a great test yeah venom your, your, your dog, dog will love, love it. it is it just whistle tips the whole time eddie, eddie, eddie. it's like it's just barely a movie there's a scene where tom hardy uh i like tom breaks hardy. away from He's the best part doing like a thing that's progressing the plot he just breaks away and climbs into a lobster tank in the middle of a restaurant and starts eating live lobsters <laughs> while just like 
ad libbing. So it's like a scene <laughs> from Men in really Black. Messed up, man. It's, it's crazy. kind of a Men in Black movie. It's, it's kind of a Men in Black movie. It is kind of a Men in Black movie. Yeah, but it's way dumber than the dumbest Men in Black movie. <laughs> All right, everybody got their animated in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Spider Man. All right, let's move on to the other guy here. We got documentary feature, mm-hmm. and the nominees are Free Solo, Hale County, This Morning, This Evening, Minding the Gap. Of Fathers and Sons and RBG. I have not seen these. I'm going with RBG. Uh, I have seen two of these. I wasn't able to get free solo in, and Hale County this morning, this evening has been on my list since um, April, and oh. it's just nowhere to be found. And I tried to watch it beforehand, and it's just nowhere to be found, and I really want to see it. Um, but and RBG is great, but Minding the Gap is one of the best documentaries I have ever seen in my entire life. It presents itself as being about one thing, and it is about that. And if it was just about that, it would be a great documentary, but it's also about something else that's much more important. It is great. It is on Hulu. Watch it immediately. Don't stop listening to this podcast. Wait until you finish it, but then go Thank watch you. Minding the Gap. It is amazing. I really hope it wins, but RBG will probably win, but Minding the Gap is my vote. Respect. All right, Jack. I I'm just really bummed that "Won't You Be My Neighbor" is not on this list. Stupid. It's pretty mm. stupid. Um, that said, I've I've heard sentiments in regards to mind the gap in the same way. It's amazing. Uh, I would really like to see that. I also would really like to see RBG. I'm not a huge documentary guy, um, but I, I either of those two would be cool with me. Um, I'll probably give my predicty to RBG. And also, again, said this on the Best of podcast, but RBG, any of my bones you need, you got them. I'll send them your way. Bones. Oh, I think that, I think that's a story screen standard. Bones, organs, we'll all just teeth, sign that anything you, you need. You put on your license you for her. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, a good donor and RBG donor. I just, yeah, I checked the little box <laughs> and then wrote to RBG only. Exclusively. Exclusively. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my best documentary of the year is Three Identical Strangers. Just because I thought that film was <laughs> phenomenal. Also on my list to see. Which is really cool for documentaries to be on the up and up this year. That there are so yeah. many good ones. And even the ones. great ones yeah. aren't mm-hmm. nominated. So that's really cool. Because I think documentaries typically get the short end of the stick. But I'm going with Minding the Gap as well. I've heard a lot of good yeah. buzz. I haven't seen it. But I've heard a lot of good stuff yeah, about it. And that's like, I, yeah. I don't know if I've ever mentioned that on the podcast. I know I've talked about it with you guys in person. That when I went to film school documentary was one of the main courses that I took mm-hmm. in the beginning and they they say that you should do Me that too. because it's really good with lighting, it, editing yeah. and everything. You learn everything all at once and then you can attribute it to an artistic form. And so documentaries are things that like I really enjoy watching and bec- that's why I really like like Netflix documentary series because it's mm-hmm. it's a long form version of that and I think that I think that there's something to be said about being able to capture a powerful movement and emotion within an hour and a half as opposed to eight episodes that are all 40 minutes long, which both of those are awesome. Like making a murder is like one of my most favorite things in the world because (laughs) the pacing of that show is great. And uh, the best documentaries are the ones that have pacings that don't show all their cards all at once. Yes. Because when, when, when the movie ends, they had already shot all of that and edited it together when they started when the movie started mm-hmm. and being able to pace that out in a rhythmic emotional roller coaster is something that a lot of documentaries don't do they kind of just throw all their cards out on the table very early on after establishing characters and, and mining the gap is one that 
It happens linearly and it's it's beautiful. RBG is kind of the same way where it's like if you know anything about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, you know where the story is going, but it just it dulls it out in a very fluid, natural way where you don't feel like an idiot because you don't know it. And if you do know it, you're like, I am affirmed. Yes. <coughs> mm. Documentary is, is is a great genre. While we're talking Agreed. about uh, documentaries, I know this has nothing to do with the Oscars because it came out in 2019. But did you guys see that Firefest documentary? And I know this. <laughs> I know this one is compromised. Which one? The the Netflix one. Not yet. <laughs> I know both of them are comprom- compromised in their own ways. Pretty much, it's impossible to get anywhere near that story without stepping in shit. But what the actual fuck? I got check it you out. You should so. watch. You guys should watch I hear that it's a shit. Good time. Not interested. Yeah, I you get just it. went I on the spiel <laughs> of being into documentaries. No, he's doing a bit. Here. Yeah, he's doing a bit. Uh, you know, like not interested. He's Whatever. doing a bit here because I hate Ready Player One, so uh, don't worry about it. I don't know. I haven't gotta, watched it yet. I gotta but look definitely up, on my list. I, like it's, look uh, up at the ceiling without you, turning my head up. You know, if you want to see eyes. the worst are, human are the beings in the world that aren't in this room, it's it's that. Oh, for sure. Yeah, not interested. I want to check it out. What's the next category, Mike Burge? (laughs) Oh, the next category. I'm glad you asked, my friend Jack. Uh, The next category, we got two coming up right now that I think are going to be a lot of fun. All right, so uh, the next category is sound editing, and the nominees are um, Black Panther. I just checked to see if they were the same, but they're not. The nominees are – that's really weird. Slightly different. They usually are. Last year they were. Usually they almost exactly the same. So for sound editing, uh, sound editing, the nominees are Black Panther, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, First Man, A Quiet Place, and Roma. I think it's Rap City. Rap City? (laughs) Yeah. Rhapsody. Makes more sense. You about that rap band, Queen. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I think that we can save all of our conversations about fucking Bohemian Rhapsody for another time that's coming Mm up. Uh, Who who wants to do... who wants to talk about the sound editing? Does in, each person want to go back wanna, to back? Do you want to go ahead? Or? Does anyone want to go ahead? And for our listeners, I know we did this last year as well, but for those who did not listen last year, run down really quickly the difference between sound mixing and sound editing. I'm looking at you, Mike Burge. I know Diana did it last year, but she's not here this year. Uh-huh. I, I think I have a very good idea, but I feel like I, I always anybody, get corrected. Take, take, take a stab yeah. at it, Burn. I mean, right. I, you guys were there when we explained it. You don't remember? I'm only serving as the audience surrogate here. I drink a You're lot. You're doing a good job. Uh-huh. A yeah. lot. I, not as much as you, but... Burn, take it away. Come on. All right. Well, then, you correct me if I'm wrong. Sound mixing is the actual making of the sound effects, the building of the sounds that are going to be incorporated into the film itself. Sound editing is editing those sounds with the right levels into the film so they flow as smoothly as possible. To incorporate the sounds into the film is editing. The sound mixing is the building of the sounds. It might be blasé to say, but couldn't say it any better myself. Like might be exactly blasé to say. <laughs> blasé to, to say. say. My next fra- say. fragrance release. <laughs> uh... Who wants to go first? Well, I said burn. Go ahead. You uh, take okay. it away. Yes. Well, then I'm just going to go back to back then for what I think would be very cool. I think Should we say the sound mixing as well? And we'll just talk the nom- about both the of them nominees. at the same time. Yeah. 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 So sound mixing is pretty much the same. It's Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, First Man, Roma. But A Quiet Place is knocked out and we got A Star is Born coming on in. And why is that exactly? Because of music. 
that real mm. singing. We have we have a couple music. We have a couple of music something. categories in here though. <laughs> we do. So true. true. I pick Avengers: Infinity War. All right. <laughs> so for me, for sound <laughs> editing, I think it would be super sweet. And I'm even just gonna put my. My balls, my eggs in this basket. First, I was thinking balls in this court, and then I was like, "That doesn't this really is, apply this to this." Balls, this golden radio balls right here. In this in. basket is my new uh, for every phrase. I'm gonna put all my balls in this basket. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. So, uh, sound <laughs> sound editing. I think it would be very cool for it to go to a quiet place. Yeah, I'd be into that. For sound mixing, I'd be very into Black Panther taking this. Okay. Just because, again, what I was saying that the world of Wakanda is so influenced by your entrance into that world Mm -hmm. and the tribal (laughs) elements and what it is to be a nation that's unheard from the rest of the world. Yeah. They literally are not heard by the rest of society. And I think going into that world is all enveloping, and I think they do a beautiful job of doing that. Yeah, the sound really helps with that, like, explosion of culture yes. when you enter that space, for sure. Yes. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm down with that. So that those are mine. I think A Quiet Place for sound editing, Black Panther for sound mixing. I'm going to put both my balls in First Man. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, my balls are also in First Man. Jack, yes. take it away. Yeah. Um, First man sound, I just I love it. There are a lot of things I'm into it, and a new bit is born. <laughs> there are a lot of things I really, really like about First Man, but the sound is probably first and foremost my most favorite thing about First Man. It is every time they are in one of those rocket ships, it is so harrowing, and I think ninety nine percent of that because most of the time it's close up shots in kind of a dark, close space. So visually, you know, there is there is stuff going on visually, but it is the sound that makes that experience so dramatic and so scary. Um, so I think both both sound editing and sound mixing, I would love to see First Man win because I, I also, again, think it got snubbed from most of the nominations. And I think for the other categories that it did get nominated for, I think it will probably get snubbed. Um so I hope that the Academy gives it to that movie for both of them. That said, Byrne, I do agree with you. I think I, I would not be surprised to see A Quiet Place take away sound editing, especially with uh, the love that the Academy gave some horror movies last year. Maybe they could throw – I mean Quiet Place was very big this year. I wouldn't um, be upset a by lot of, a lot of – there's a lot of buzz around that one. You're talking about uh... – First man getting snubbed. They might just be nervous if they put a Damien Chazelle thing in an envelope. People might get confused yeah. and announce Confuses it. Confuses people yeah. pretty easily. Yeah. yeah. I know. Uh, Burge, where are you putting your balls? <laughs> uh, so I cheated. Oh. On this. And so I, I uh, when we were testing out the uh, sound for our big theater at which is what where we are right now. Uh-huh. At the store. Uh, I watched theater Roma with a surround sound on the big screen uh hooked it up just me it wasn't yeah. didn't sell any tickets nothing it was just no me. funny just business me here and I wasn't. thanks for inviting us Burge. and it was working <laughs> things I out I, I wanted it to be perfect for you guys when you got here and i watched <laughs> i watched roma with surround sound and i think that anybody who's even just watched it just like on netflix can understand that the sound design in roma 
is amazing. It yes. is very sound is very important <laughs> to Roma. And um I think that First Man and Black Panther both deserve both of these awards. And I honestly do believe that a quiet place, the sound editing in a quiet place is uh phenomenal. I wish I could come up with a better word. It's uh it's magnificent, it's amazing. Uh, but Roma the mixture of the the things that you are hearing and how they are placed in, which is the mixture of both mixing and editing, it's got to be Roma. It's Roma is not only a visual masterpiece; it sounds so fucking good. And I'm already in talks at Netflix to be able to show it uh, during the summer. Hell yeah! To try and do that, and they're they're pretty into it because we're so small. And also big. They're just going to let us do whatever we so want. So you have both balls in Roma for these two categories? Are we two doing Roma the ball? balls? I'm not doing the balls thing. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can do that, and I'm just going to I'm just gonna sit that one out. I'm not going to knock it. Because like, you're, you you're, you you're the big M. You can't say anything I went back and counted. You did 42 <laughs> Spider-Man references during the, <laughs> the Best Of podcast. Yeah, those are funny. Give us one ball. Come was All that? right, fine. Whatever. No, no, no. We did the Spider-Man. Did you actually count it? No, I you made that number. Count. I was like, did we do 42? Because <laughs> yeah, no. that's a cool but number. Honestly, that's probably on. close. That's just that's what I That's probably under uh, the amount. No, no, no. I, I would be very happy with First Man winning both of these. I think it absolutely deserves it. And I think that, honestly, that probably is what's going to grab it. But I also do one. think that Roma is um, – it's that type of movie that is going to grab – those awards, like when we're going to talk about Roma way more as we go on, because it starts when you get into these big guys, it starts showing up a lot more. So yeah. final selection, Burge. Roma on both. Okay, cool. Um, cool. And then we have, uh, we got one more real quick uh, before we uh, break. And I think this is going to be just a big conversation between me and Ravi real quick. Yep. We're going to talk about makeup and hairstyling where the nominees are Border, <laughs> Mary, <laughs> Mary. Oh, no, wait. We'll wait for Jack. Sorry. You got it? No, I'm okay. Cool. Mary, Queen of Scots. Which I think I'm, I saw Vice. that. You did you see, see that? that? Yeah, I saw did that. Did you like it? You saw that? Yeah, the, I saw it at Downing. <laughs> did you like it? What did you think of that movie? The the makeup and hairstyling is the best. Yeah, I bet. I think yeah. the, no, no, it does look good. Yeah, in the yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, I you're think right. the acting is actually really well done, especially for oh, yeah, Margot Robbie. Yeah, I think where nice. it fell flat was the script. The uh-huh, yeah, the yeah. screenplay was Seems not that great. Like, story, check my notes here. This all checks out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was it was a bummer because I feel like everyone who was involved was doing the best they could with the material that they had. Sucks when that happens. Oh, the cinematography was beautiful. The music was okay. The score was okay. I can't really knock the directing because I think again. Did you it, like it? Like I'm on. I, I didn't, I'm very interested in this movie, but I haven't heard a goddamn. thing I thought about it was it. fine. Yeah, I haven't. Heard I definitely fine. won't watch it again. I didn't like, hear story screen. It fine. wasn't like, bad. It's fine. It wasn't bad, bad, but it wasn't fine great. Pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not saying it's bad, but it was a joy to watch because it was beautiful to watch. Okay. But I'm, it wasn't. I'm not mad. I'm fine. It's fine. I'm fine. It's fine. Everything's no, it's fine. fine. It's fine. Guys, it's fine. It's fine. But the makeup and hairstyling was great, but I also don't necessarily think it should win. Uh, Mike, you, you logistically usually know the answer to this question. Mm-hmm. Why are there only three nominees for this category? And why is the favorite not one of them? Correct. I have that question as well. Why would the favorite be one of uh, for makeup and hairstyling? Why is Mary Queen of Scots one of them if the favorite's not? 
Agreed. They're they're similar for makeup and hairstyling. Because uh, Mary Queen of Scots exists, and they only do three categories. Can there only be three? They only do three. They only do three categories. That's why I'm asking you this question. Yeah. Oh, do I know why? Why? Well, no. no well, I've just done it for. I guess I don't the know question. Why. The question more so was. Are there always only three? Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. It's uh, there, It's like in the same way where remember what Best Picture used to be the five like as everything else and then they brought it up. It used it, it, it's always like I think visual effects uh, at one point was three as well, but they brought it up when visual effects and CGI became a little bit more dominant. I may be wrong there. Somebody can tell me that I'm wrong. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's 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 just more or less been makeup and hairstyling separating it from costume design and stuff like that. Like they just kind of, they bridge it out into its own thing and kind of make it a special little course. I don't know. I have no idea why they do it. It's just always been done that way. Do you think they just looked at this one and they're like, can we get, get away with another favorite nominee? I mean, I'm going to be honest. The fact that they nominated border and not the favorite is really fucking crazy. Yeah. It's a very little movie. It also didn't get nominated for like foreign film. Like it's weird that it's in one category. Well, also foreign film is (laughs) fucking loaded this year. I don't know. I'm not too familiar with it's a fucking Um, murderer's row. But well, Jack, what what were you going to put your vote in? I, I haven't seen either any of these movies, so I d- again, I don't really have a horse in this race. Mm-hmm. That said, I do know that the Academy has a huge boner for white dudes and prosthetic makeup, so mm. I'm going to predict that Vice will probably take this one. Cool. You know, because I've seen Mary, Queen of Scots, I'll go ahead and just diversify this category a little bit and put my vote in that because I do think that they did a phenomenal job yeah. of styling both Margot Robbie – and Saoirse Ronan, they looked great. The people looked great. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll put my, my ball, in that basket. <laughs> ball in that basket. <laughs> <laughs> I think Burge and I are going the same way, right? Uh, yeah. And yeah. three, two, two one. Border, Border is so fucking, is so cool. fucking awesome. So fucking awesome. We thought they were it's real. Insane. We thought they looked you like that. You didn't know that they, <laughs> that was actually yeah, really Burge, good looking Me and Burge had to be like, we were like they're, it's absolutely they're insane. beautiful. It's they're, they're beautiful so people. Handsome, and you look at their people. IMDb page, it's insane. Models. It's insane. They're absolutely gorgeous And they make them look like little troll people. It's nuts. absolutely nuts. They're great. They're great. That movie. The makeup is so good. So good. It's great. But how cool would it have been to have heredity, hereditary in this category? That I mean, would have been. I would take hereditary in all the categories. That's I don't true. Know. <laughs> if I was going to put hereditary into a category, this would probably not be it. But it would have been cool to see hereditary get any Anything. nomination at all. Hereditary, I feel like, would shine most in production design. Sure, yes. sure. Something like that. With like the little houses and things like that. Or, this. I don't know, acting. <laughs> But Border is a special fucking movie. I also I my vote is Border. I think it probably will go to Vice. But what Border does? No, Border all the way. It's going to Border. I want it to. Gonna that would be it. cool. You think so? Gonna that's gonna that's gonna, that's gonna be fucking it. awesome. That's why it wasn't nominated for best yeah. uh, foreign language film because they're like we're gonna, we're gonna it, give it to Border. Get, it's gonna be an Academy Award winning movie. It's okay. Foreign I language want, film is I tight, want you and that's the first so one that we're going to do when we come back in a little bit, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Border is a special movie if you have any opportunity to see it. Is there somewhere I can watch Border? I don't know. I have no Not idea. Yet. We Not saw yet. it. We, like, we caught it very – remember, I was it like – It was I'm one gonna, day. You yeah. called me just randomly on the phone to, like, chat about something. I was yeah. like, 
uh, you were like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm about to go see Border over in yeah. Rhinebeck at Upstate Films, our sister theater. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you were like, I'll go. It was our, it was my second favorite movie of the year. Yeah. yeah. It looks crazy. crazy. It's so good. And like, it is like, there's only really two characters who are endowed with this hair and makeup it's a design. Very, very good movie. But it. It, it's a postmodern fairy tale, and it's that hair and makeup that like sells. I didn't know it was fake. Everything. I didn't know it was fake. I had one moment where I was like, I saw a little bit of Could the scenes, yeah. and I was like, I think this is. Fake. But you didn't know. No, we. I was not. You would not know until we looked it up later. It was awesome. It's really cool. They, it's a. It's a feat. For All right. Sure. Every, everybody got their stuff in. Yeah. I quick aside, so. it yeah. looked like the little. Uh, there was a 1990s Beauty and the Beast. It was a French film. Mm. And that's what it reminded me of. I haven't seen, so I don't know. That was very, very 1990s cool. 1990s Beauty and the Beast? Maybe 1980s or 1990s? Are you talking about the Ron Perlman, Lindell Hamilton like TV mm-hmm. show, mm-hmm. Beauty and mm-hmm. the Beast? It was like a, a French Beauty and the Deep Beast. Okay. French made. I'll have to look it up. Oh, I'm yeah. going to look that up in a second. But it looked, very, cool. it looked very similar to that hair and makeup, which mm-hmm. I was there for. Uh, this movie is like obviously like yeah like Dick Cheney Vice whatever they, they look sure great, but I'm not saying I wanted to go to Vice no it sounds like I would like they to do go to do Border very well. good things in that movie but I just I, again I I've only seen the trailer for Vice it is pretty damn good he does look like fucking Dick Cheney oh yeah they I'm do sure. a good job yeah, but they didn't do a lot of makeup on that he actually he just gained like a lot of gained weight. that weight to look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> and then he thanked Satan when he won an award. Because well, he was that. Which was hilarious. That's you guys do know that like the Golden Globes are notorious for the open bar. Yeah, everybody gets yeah. wasted. Right, everybody gets wasted. Yeah, so by course. the time they start getting to all that stuff, everybody's like, <laughs> yeah, hail Satan, dude. <laughs> I'm down with getting wasted and worshiping Satan. And all right, we are we are on point right <laughs> got now. My balls we, we are on point. A basket. We've got it. Uh, mm-hmm. So we're going to take a quick break. I do real quick want to go back and say that we did not talk about the fact that Michael B. Jordan was not nominated for Best Supporting Actor. And that's fucking Fuck you. And we'll talk about that and some more stuff coming up in a little bit. But right now, we're going to break away for a little break with a little bit of somebody coming on up there. Right? Does that not work? What do you what I'm do you still thinking about Border so much, I don't know how to exit the podcast. How do we get out of Border? No, oh, no, no. Okay. I'm just thinking about I've got bo- I got border on the brain. So I got all the good. borders in one basket. Just How thank do- your girlfriend for recording this lovely little yes, commercial she break is for doing us. The, the bit. Oh, that's right. And yeah. so uh take it away, uh Diana. Hey guys, it's Diana. Sorry I couldn't make it to record on the Oscar podcast. Um, I was pretty bummed to miss that episode with you guys, but I figured I'd give you a quick call and give you some shout outs. I just checked out all of the animated short films and probably the one that's easier for you guys to get to watch is, is Bao, which is a Pixar one, but the more interesting one is definitely called Weekends. And it's about a kid getting kind of passed back and forth between his dad and his mom who are separated. And it's pretty trippy. It kind of reminds me of like some of the old MTV animations that used to be in between music videos back in the day. Um, I wanted to also give a shout out to Mr. Bradley Cooper, who I feel got, got the snubbity snub this time around. I think he and Ryan Coogler of Black Panther fame and Mr. Bo Burnham of 8th grade should have all got nominated for Best Director. 
they didn't. So my votes for Roma. I am really hoping that Roma pulls through as best picture this year and that it's not just relegated to best foreign language film because I want that one to go to Shoplifters, which is both really, really brutal, but also really good. And let's see. Uh, so since my my Mr. Bo didn't get nominated for original screenplay either, I was I was kind of leaning towards either the favorite or Roma. Um, for adapted screenplay, I'm hoping that Beale Street will win, but I late to the game checked out Can You Ever Forgive Me, which I highly recommend. Uh, Melissa McCarthy is awesome. She does a really fantastic job. And I think she gives Olivia Coleman a real run for her money for the best actress spot. But that category has some serious heavy hitters, Lady Gaga included. I think she definitely proves that she is a real actress and she can sing and she's wonderful. And I hope Bradley Cooper wins for best lead actor. Um, for supporting, I was kind of bummed that Timothy Chalamet didn't get nominated, but and no love for Michael B. Jordan. But Richard E. Grant in Can You Ever Forgive Me is pretty rock solid. And Mahershala Ali, I didn't see Green Book. I'm gonna make myself see it, I promise. I'm gonna make myself see it. But I loved you so much in Moonlight that I'm gonna just assume that your performance is worth it for this movie. Um, Supporting actress, I'm going to go with Regina King and Beale Street. She rocks it, even though both Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz are fantastic and the favorite. And for animated film, I am totally throwing full support behind Spider-Man. Even though I love Wes Anderson, I loved Isle of Dogs, and I tried to catch all the other films as well. But Spider-Man's the way to go. Um, It was fan-freaking-tastic. So if you haven't seen it, you need to check it out. And let's see, what else? Um, I'm hoping the guys and gals talked about the difference between sound editing and sound mixing, but I definitely wanted to see First Man get more nominations, and it did get nominated for both of those. I'm going to go with hoping that First Man gets sound editing for creating all of the crazy going into space sounds and how important that was to the movie. Um, It could easily win sound mixing, too, but I'm going to throw that bone to A Star is Born and really hope that that kind of pushes it. For visual effects, I'd like to award it to Mission Impossible, Fallout, but no, that didn't get nominated. So visual effects, I'm going to definitely still go with First Man. And for cinematography, I'm going to hands down go with Roma. So yeah, I mean, that's that's most of it. Um, my original score, top fave, goes to Ludwig, Mr. Gorenson for Black Panther. Uh, and... You know, I could throw it all in for Black Panther for original song, but I'm going to go with Shallow for A Star is Born. And yeah, I think that's most of it. Um, I saw a lot of documentaries this year. I was bummed that Won't You Be My Neighbor didn't get nominated, but RGB is great. And I hope I get a chance to watch Free Solo sometime soon because I've heard nothing but good things. Um, Yeah, so that leaves the best picture and considering how many other categories I have picked Roma for, I'm going to put all my eggs in that basket and hope Roma wins Best Picture. I, I know that Mr. Remy Malik and 
the cast of Bohemian Rhapsody did a great job. But despite it being a lot of fun and I freaking love Queen, I don't think it deserves Best Picture. So, yeah, I think that's about it. I hope you guys enjoy and I'll be checking in with you. Take it easy. And welcome back. Uh, so we're jumping right back into Dat Oscars. Dat Oscar. And uh, we're going to let, let's go. We're going to start out with a foreign language film where the nominees are uh, Capernaum from Lebanon, Cold War from Poland, Never Look Away, Germany, Roma, Mexico, and Shoplifters from Japan. Now, I would like to uh, start this one out if you guys don't mind. Um, Cold War and Shoplifters were two of the movies that I really wanted to see last year that I was not given the opportunity to see in time to be able to create my list. And in the time leading up to us recording this, I have had opportunities to be able to see it, both of them. Um, And I chose instead to see the other movies that were more kind of spread out, such as Can You Ever Forgive Me, Green Book, Bohemian Rhapsody, just to be able to talk about them. Um, So the only one that I have seen in this category is Roma. And it is also nominated for Best Picture. This is something like that hasn't happened for a very long time since something like uh, Life is Beautiful Mm -hmm. uh, back in 1997, I believe. Maybe that might even be too late. No, I think it's ninety seven because it was because it, it was Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, it was Saving okay. Private Ryan year, uh, and so uh, Roma is my pick. But I I cannot stress enough probably how good Cold War is because I've heard nothing but good things about it. And Diana saw Shoplifters, which she probably just talked about mm-hmm. m- mere moments ago in the edited version of this podcast. <laughs> uh, and it looks absolutely amazing. And I'm probably going to watch it when I go home tonight after this, because it looks great. Uh, I would. I haven't seen the movies on this list. I really wanted to see Shoplifters, so my vote is going to Roma. Um, and that's all I got to say about that. Yeah, I feel like we're going to talk about Roma a lot more as we start yeah. getting into uh, some of the other big guys here. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to go too crazy on it, but if 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 I'm going to put all my horses into Roma winning like Best Picture itself and these other awards, and I had to pick something else, like I would say, like I hope that Cold War or Shoplifters wins, but For sure. I want Roma to win just in case something else happens down the line. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Roma. Haven't seen any of the others. I do want to see Cold War. Um, seen some posters flying around on that one. Looks cool. Mm-hmm. This one is a really difficult one because sometimes the Academy is very predictable and sometimes they are not. Mm. And so this is a tough one, whether they're going to give Best Picture to Roma or if they're going to not do that and then give it the credit it's due by awarding it in this category because I mm. am very conflicted, even though I have not seen Cold War. I could see them possibly giving it to Cold War and then giving Roma the top dog best picture. So just to, mm, yeah, I think I am going to do Roma still because it is a phenomenal film. It's great. It's and very good. It is. It was number three on my list of mm, best Number two of. on mine. Yep. 
So yeah, I think it's a clean slate for for Roma all across the board. It's it's honestly we'll talk about this more leading mm-hmm. up. But when it comes to like the whole of a picture, not just an individual category about like something specific, it's hard to look at a list that says Roma on it, no matter what the other movies are, and pick any of those other movies because like from a complete picture sort of perspective. And again, it's hard for me to say this conclusively because I haven't seen any other movies on this foreign film list, but it's hard for me to imagine that any of the other movies on this this list, however good they may be, are better than Roma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and maybe it comes down to politics. Maybe like Roma gets picked here and not in another category that it also very much deserves or right. maybe vice versa. But I, I mean, I think any list of best movie of the year categories that has Roma on it, like Roma should win. Yeah. Totally. And yeah. I, I think we should point out too, and like we'll get to this later, that two of the film foreign language nominees are also nominated for best director, mm-hmm. yes. which is not a normal thing. No. Usually those are really kind of isolated towards best picture. And so like the fact that Cold War is also nominated for best director, yet it is not nominated for best picture. is like, well, 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 well. Mm-hmm. And also, I mean, we'll talk about this more later, but we know that the Academy likes Alfonso Cuaron. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, he also makes movies within like the strict rules of the Academy that kind of allows him to be nominated for both. Right. Uh, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, so we got everybody on foreign language film. Yeah, <laughs> we did. Well, let's Roma. jump on down to one that I think that we're going to have a lot of fun talking about, which is film editing. Uh, and, and the nominees for film editing are Black Klansman, mm-hmm. um, Bohemian Rhapsody, <laughs> Wait, the favorite. Is this, yeah. Was there an uh, – nah. you print the right one? Yep. Uh, That's really on there. And That's really on there. The wow. Favorite, Green Book, and Vice. That's really on there, Jack. <laughs> really, really? Really, really. Wow. Yeah, I was a little – torn onto what the shoes i've only seen two and a half of these maybe i'm confused can you describe uh, just really quick i'll be the audience surrogate again what film editing is again <laughs> film editing yeah uh it's uh how you edit together different um moving pictures that uh-huh. you've shot on the day-to-day of shooting a movie and like uh putting them together in a cohesive uh, string that allows a story to unfold naturally. And see, no, that description doesn't make any sense. Are you sure? Because Bohemian Rhapsody is on. Now I know what you're talking about. You're talking about the 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 tweet about like the one specific scene and in that's Bohemian Rhapsody. All I've seen of that movie, yes, and by so, choice. And I have seen Bohemian Rhapsody, and I will say that that scene in particular sticks out like a sore thumb throughout the movie. Uh-huh. Um, I am fairly certain that this was due to the fact that whoever is playing the uh, little finger, the guy who plays little finger, the guy mm-hmm. who's playing the manager character was not was on recast after Brian Singer was let go and uh-huh. they couldn't get everybody to be on. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it is a very weird edited moment in the movie uh-huh. and the movie itself also does not have the best editing choices and I think that's because Brian Singer is a rapist and got fired <laughs> and right but uh, this is a category for best film editing though right so. yeah no it shouldn't be on there okay good Bird can you also all ask, act as a second audience surrogate mm-hmm. 
Can oh no, you? yeah, Brian Singer. So he no, used no, no. to take. Uh, That's he used not what to have I was going kids to ask, Come to his it. like party, and right. he would have his friends uh, have sex with them. That's why he's a rapist. Yeah, can, interesting. Can you, oh, that's not what you were asking. That's not oh, what okay. I was asking. I'm sorry. <laughs> can you uh, answer why "Sorry to Bother You" wasn't eligible for any nominations? Mm. Can we get uh, into that has, really this quickly? This does have right a real now? answer. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, it's yeah. it's because it was made out. So it's uh, there's a lot of different rules in there, but blanket statement. Uh, it was not made from the ground up within the rules of uh, the uh, film guilds, such as Writers Guild, Directors Guild. And from the ground up is uh, the screenplay itself was not written to the specific rules of the Writers Guild of America. So that means that everything else that pretty much comes after that, without him giving writing credit to a someone who is with a writer within the guild, which he wouldn't do that because he wrote it on his own, mm-hmm. um, it, it 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 takes it out of play for all of the different because because okay. the Oscars the Oscars are a an institution hmm. uh, nominating films that were made within the institution gotcha. that they honor. And so m- smaller movies and stuff like, like I was really surprised that A Quiet Place came on here because I guess they they just worked it out that way where like that's how it does and sometimes they just do it like they that. They made a lot of money. They made a lot of money too. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it, it's gotcha. it's very fluid and it it's more I was sorry to bother you's big thing is that it was not originally written within the constitutions of the Writers Guild of America, where certain people are given certain access to be able to attempt rewrites or to be able to work on it with the director or the writer, even if they are going to be the main name. It's kind of like that. It, okay. it gets a little bit more stipulated as you get into it. But for the most part, that's kind of why a lot of these big movies, these independent movies that we saw this year that we really liked, why they weren't nominated. Because they weren't in line with the Directors Guild of America, the Writers Guild of America, or the Cinematographers Guild of America, and all this different stuff. Yeah. All right. Cool. Bohemian Rhapsody is not edited well at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, I think that the best edited movie on this is Green Book. I haven't seen it, wow. so I can't really see okay. what it is. I, yeah. That's the one thing when I watched Green Book, I was like, this movie is edited very well. Mm. There are a lot of sweeping shots. There are a lot of shots that shouldn't be there, and they emote a different sense because Peter Farley, the director, is like, it's one of the Farley brothers, like Dumb and Dumber and stuff like that. So yeah. it's it's very odd. To see him kind of – there's a scene in Green Book where they pull up to a hotel like in a car and it looks almost exactly like when they pull up to the hotel in Dumb and Dumber <laughs> and step out like in their like big bright blue and yellow suits. Orange. Orange. But all he does differently is uh, angle the shot up a little bit, ah. tilt it down and then slowly move around the car. And I'm doing things with my hands right now. Yes, like for the, the audio listeners. For the audio listeners. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And it's just, it's very weird, but the movie is edited together, I think, well in the viewing that I had of it last night. That was the one thing that kept popping out to me was that it was edited pretty good. Better than The Favorite, you think, honestly? Um, The Favorite's editing does not stick out to me. Uh, how it's shot, how it's acted, uh, how it's framed so sticks out to me. So maybe just more of a cinematography thing? The, yeah, a, the editing itself in The Favorite is just not popping. Sure. It didn't pop when I watched it, and it's not popping with me thinking about it. But when I watched Green Book, it popped. And now when I think about Green Book, 
it pops. So I'm going to give it that. I, I honestly think the favorite might win it. Who knows? Because people are maybe <clears throat> confused with the idea of what film editing is right, going perhaps. into it. I mean, I think you probably might have the best like eye for this kind of thing. I, I don't want to speak for you too. Over, in the world, I know. Thank you no, so much. Jack. At this table, maybe. too much, too oh, much. Oh, in this table, <laughs> certainly more. So, all right, let me back that up. Certainly more than me. I think you. You know, I like editing, and I can I can see it where it is, but and I wouldn't say that I'm like a master at it or anything like you that. You do the most editing, right, at this table. That is true. Sure, mm-hmm. that, that I could say true. conclusively. Uh, but Edit, it's editing, kind of editing like, has its own flow, it's, just like cinematography and framework and stuff like that. And it's you can you can catch that flow. If you're a musician, you can catch tempos and tones and themes and notes. If you're an editor, you can you can hear it and see it in both the sound and what's going on. Yeah, it's kind of a drag though to hear you say that the only one the one that you're picking is the only one that like stood out to you at all. And there are five movies on this list. See, I disagree. Really, mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. For me, I think uh, while I had some issues with Black Klansmen, I would say the editing actually engaged me the most. It's a well-edited movie. The editing of the film, while sometimes I found it troublesome, it actually made me think about the movie more than any other aspect of the movie did, Hmm. and in a good way. I think there are certain shots in the film, and the way they're shot, and then the way they are edited later on, take you out of the movie, but in an okay way, which made me reanalyze my relationship with the film as I was watching it and afterwards. Are you, without talking too specifically to spoilers, are you talking about the thing that happens at the end of the movie that is... That too. Okay. Uh, What I'm talking about is a scene that happens fairly early on where Ron goes to like uh, a, a rally. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there are there's a moment and it's pretty much the first moment in the film where things get a little weird. Yeah. Okay. And you start to see faces in a different way that you had seen them throughout the rest of the film. And for that, that's where my choice is going. I'm going for Black Klansman. Yeah. In editing just because I thought it was very interesting. And it stuck with me. Out of everything in that film, probably Adam Driver and then the editing there stuck are, with me. There are definitely some cool scenes in that movie where two very different conflicting things are edited to be kind of go back and forth between each other to kind of show like the difference between those two things and, mm-hmm. and also the similarities between those two things kind of. Right. Um that I, I do agree with you. That is pretty cool. Now that I'm like thinking about that specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went with the favorite kind of <laughs> for the reason that like Burge brought up. Not so much that the ed- like the editing didn't pop, but it does what it's supposed to do. I think that's also the mark of good editing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't always notice. Um, I think it's a shame that a movie like Eighth Grade isn't on here. Whereas, oh, yeah. Which is a literal fucking triumph in editing like yep. it's it's a shame um but i want the favorite i originally had black Klansmen, kind of for the same reasons that burn brought up but i decided to go less flashy i think in the editing department and go with the favorite because i do think that movie um is more of a production design thing but i think the way the film's edited using that space is done very it's executed like very well it doesn't push the envelope but i think it does what it's supposed to do exceedingly well for that movie mm-hmm. and that's that's kind of where my opinions lie again only saw the first half of bohemian rhapsody and i haven't seen uh green book or vice so i cannot speak to those 
Yeah, I'm just going to go with the favorite again as well because uh, just the way that movie flows, uh, the cinematography and the production design need to be strung together by some editing that really tie it all together and make it look really, really good. So It'd be very cool for that movie to get it too. Yeah. 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 I should also say too that uh, Brian Singer is allegedly a rapist. Sure. <laughs> you have not Just been, so we don't get sued. You have not been raped by him personally. Who knows? But that's Who not knows? how that works. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? He got fired from a gigantic movie. Cool. Did you know too, like, hold on, let's have fun here for a quick, sure. quick second. Uh, mm, do you okay. know that- Put your fun pants on. The, so have you, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, Sasha Baron Cohen- Uh-huh. Originally what? was going to be in it was going to be Freddie Mercury. Yes. Yes. Oh, he wanted, a, he wanted which that role been, for years. Which would have been sick. He that helped, been, helped he helped yeah. develop the script, like not necessarily write it, but helped develop it for a while. Too much time passed. He got too old, too busy. And I don't and think the family on. was very into him. Yes. Yeah, but he's such a phenomenal like I, this is probably the wrong maybe not the best comparison to make, but like think back to Sweeney Todd. And then thinking mm-hmm. about Sasha Baron Cohen, oh, he's amazing. Doing Sweeney that Todd. He's right. one of the best. His performances in Sweeney Todd is one of the best performances on film. Yeah, top. So 100. like thinking about him being Freddie Mercury. Yeah, I mean, I like, I like Rami Malek a lot. He's amazing. He he's does amazing. a very Those good job. Those teeth are very distracting. But it gets better. Here's the fun thing: they fix his teeth. The guy who Kinda. was developing that script is the director that was brought in to take over when Brian Singer was fired. Okay. Probably should have been him the whole time. So there's a moment in Bohemian Rhapsody where you can feel like, oh, the whole movie's been building towards this. And then it breaks away and focuses on something else, which is like it happens a couple times throughout the movie where you're just like, what is this movie trying to say? And it's because there was this one director who was developing a, this specific story that they were trying to tell that got canceled. And then they were like, oh, this is the new one that we're going to do. And this is the movie that you got. And then the director came in and he was working from the same script, but he was shooting it in a certain way where certain it's really weird. So you can almost feel like the two hands on the camera. You really have to. Different. And I, listen, I, in the, in, like not in the same way as Ready Player One, where I was like, I think that you would genuinely enjoy it. I think that you should watch, Jack, I think you should watch Bohemian Rhapsody because it really is, you're watching it and you're like, I can feel this movie falling apart at all times. Like it's constantly on the brink of becoming a disaster it, yeah. and it never actually does. It remains just like, it's fine. It's middling. And, and it's because the performances and stuff. Like that. And we'll talk about that more as we go on. But I, I wanted to get that in there real quick just because it, it is interesting. And I will say specifically for the radio that I didn't skip any of these movies on purpose. I just ran out of time. Me especially, too. Me too. Especially the ones like A Star is Born and Bohemian Rhapsody that only very recently, I think, have been available to rent because I miss them in theaters. Um, and that's it. And I wasn't going to pay 15 bucks. Sorry. But even Rhapsody, you get for five. Now you now. can. Now you can. But like only within like three weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. which were, this is a busy three Pretty weeks. Pretty busy three weeks. Be- you three got married. Weeks. For all I of us. Got married. Is this yeah. the first podcast he's done since you got yes. married? Yay. Yay. Husband. Thank you. What is Mary it? Mr. Mr. Eleanor Green? 
Uh, yes. That's my full Very name now, Mr. Eleanor Jack Green. Green is a pretty fucking awesome name. Jack Green I is know. a good fucking name. I know, but someone wanted to be Eleanor Kolodzewski, and she gets to pick. <laughs> Who would so, want that? I don't know. I wouldn't Disagree. wish my last name on even my worst enemy. <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I'd like? Having a last name like Green my entire life, I'd like a name where people ask me how to spell it. Every time. Every time. And you know what and my can't favorite even is? Pronounce my it. favorite is, oh, how long did it take you to learn how to spell that one? And then I say 27 years. <laughs> Just got it. Not even today. Yeah. <laughs> well, I still Jack, cheat. I look at my license. She she lost a green and I gained a white. And now we are the married couples. We are. Mm. What do you get when you mix uh, green and white together? Light you green. Get, you get light green. <laughs> 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 All right, let's go on. Everybody's got theirs in, right, for that? Yes. Uh, uh, did you? Okay. Mm-hmm. You okay. So next we are moving <laughs> on to a fun one, costume design. Woo! And the nominees are The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, Black Panther, The Favorite, um, let's try, double check, Mary Poppins Returns, and Mary Queen of Scots. We'd like to see Mary Poppins in the Queen of Scots movie. That's a crossover <laughs> I'd fuck with. Mary Poppins... <laughs> Queen, Queen of, of Scots, Scots returns. <laughs> Just everyone in Mary Queen of Scots is carrying an umbrella at all times. Yes. yes. They're fighting. It's like the Highlander. They fight for the umbrella. I kind of would like I to see all that. these movies mixed into one. That Mary Poppins returns to the Black Panther. The favorite ba- Black Panther oh, Buster of Scots. Oh, Buster Scruggs. Bu- Buster Scruggs. <laughs> the, ba- the Ballad of Black Favorite and Mary Poppins Queens of Scots. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, so somebody pick something. Um, I don't know. The favorite. Uh, no, Black actually, Panther all the way yeah, for me. For I actually, design? Fuck, I just Jesus. changed, I had the favorite. I just changed my fucking mind Are you kidding Black me? Panther. Are you kidding me? The favorite looks amazing. The Black, yeah. the Black Panther? The, the, the Black Panther Queen of Scots? The like I, the kind of like Afrocentric, futuristic, African oh, subculture amalgamation of all those things that shot of like them all on the cliffs and all the different tribes Uh, i agree with you i think it's super fucking cool i think the academy's still gonna pick the favorite yeah well you know oh i'm saying what i want yeah i want i I thought we were predicting the oscars you always have the choice of going for blood or going for your heart yeah Mm -hmm. i've been going my heart this this no yeah yeah. i'll say who i think is gonna win only one time i went for blood and i won and i felt bad i'm here for the points ladies and gentlemen respect uh, I'm going with Black yeah. Panther too. I mean, even Andy Serkis and Black Panther looks great. Oh my god! I mean, I, for a second, I thought you were making Andy Serkis joke. Like, yeah, he's oh. the ship. Then I was like, oh no, he is actually. Oh, that movie. Well, actually, he's uh, he's I'm glad you brought it up because Andy Serkis is in all of these movies. Yeah. <laughs> he plays all of the horses in Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Yes, <laughs> he well, plays he's all the... of the wire dresses. He plays the yep. car in Green Book. He does play the car. <laughs> Green Book is not nominated for casting design. Oh no, I'm just saying he's in all. all I thought you meant like all, All like the royal all of these movies. All the categories. I also like that Andy Serkis is now really getting recognition for his costume design work. Finally, (laughs) finally, finally. Well, I'm gonna be uh, again, maybe going for blood here. I'm gonna (laughs) give it to Mary Poppins Returns because she's gonna get something. I think the Oscars, like the Academy, might. Do Mary Poppins because they might not give it to Mary Poppins in any other category. So you're doing the points thing too. You're going with like what you think the Academy is going to pick. 
Yeah, I've been doing that the whole time. Yeah, all right. Even though I well, said at the beginning I wasn't going. I've been hey. saying both the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you blood. marked down the ones for points because I want to win. Merge and I are going I, with Yes. Heart. What do you guys check, winning it? Check it, it, it would be great if the favorite. <laughs> glory. <laughs> Honor. Yeah, glory. glory. <laughs> check it out. In my dumb boy brain, the uh-huh. favorite Mary Poppins Returns and Mary Queen of Scots, all those costumes look pretty much the same. Right. Right? I that's mean, what the Academy not, likes. But yes, that's what the Academy yes. likes. Dresses. The Academy dresses. likes dresses. Bustles. Does the Academy like cool Afrocentric futuristic uh, I wish. costumes? No. I wish they did. Yeah. Maybe in ten years they will. Maybe they, after they I don't know, man. I think Black Panther might be the sleeper on this Dude, one. It's true. the exact same thoughts. I, like, I don't know, man. Yeah. I think Black Panther might be exactly It'd what be cool. That would be cool as fuck. Well, there's like some really cool story. I don't know them off the top of my head, but like there's some really cool stories about like the woman who like did all the costume work for Black Panther. I think there's I think there's a bigger horse in this race than you think. Oh, for that sure. That being said, I could also see him throw it to the Cowboys for Buster Scruggs. So do we get all I of our costumes? I can't see that happening okay, ever. Tell me, tell me one costume from Buster Scruggs. I didn't see remember. the movie, but like, I don't know, overalls, white t-shirt, I'm in. Oh, like I can't that see amazing like, suit that Buster Scruggs is wearing at the beginning. Tim Blake Nelson is wearing at the beginning. It's all right. It's okay. Looks nice. It is Did everybody get their thing? Because we have to. We are behind. We have to. We have to. Move. <laughs> are we? We have to move. Okay. Yeah, we're all in. Black Panther. Everybody's in. Yeah. Every yeah. everyone. I hope you're right. Honestly, I do. That yes. would be cool. That would be cool. I'll take the minus one point on that because we're we're jumping over to another one real quick. That's kind of. Yeah. One of these. Production design, which the nominees are Black Panther, the favorite. First Man, Mary Poppins Returns, right, and Roma. I got to go the favorite. I'm, yeah, I feel like I'm repeating myself here, but. The, pr- the production Panther. design What are you guys amazing. talking yeah, about? No, uh, that, that's not necessarily production design for me. 100% yes. is production design. I'm well, actually going yes, uh, but, First Man. Ooh. Whoa. Okay. I'm going first man. They're not going to pick that one? They're not. Super and don't get me wrong, too. The favor has amazing <clears throat> productions. There's a, there's no, this, this, this is probably going to win. Listen, guys, probably this, win. this list is fucking stacked. But, like, I'm going with first man because I think the way that they uh, combine old footage with new footage yeah. seamlessly <laughs> is very cool. And I think that every time they're in, that hunk of junk that they put on the fucking moon is terrifying, and it's its, its own character. It's its own, like, living, breathing space. As much yep. as Wakanda is, but Wakanda is mostly made in a computer. And cinematography. And cin- yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, I'm going with First Man. Um, I think the way his, like, house looks, I think when they... I can remember his house. Exactly. You remember every room in it. I can't remember exactly. my house, but I can remember his house. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm, going, I'm going with First Man. Um, cause I don't know how much other love it's going to get. And I'm going for these like technical achievements that I really think it aces. So that's my vote. And that's good. That said, every scene in Roma looks like a painting. It's and perfect. It's fucking it's perfect. amazing. amazing. Well, but I also throw that up to cinematography. Yeah. Yeah. They know how to frame it and make yes. it really look good. And yeah. obviously it takes place in 50 years ago and it's good. <laughs> but when it- so, so to get into the favorite... You have the hallway, the, mm-hmm. the secret, you know, yep. dark hallway. You the have bed chamber. Queen Anne's bedroom. Amazing. Uh, you I think we're going to win it on that one alone. Incredible. You have the, oh, God, the wings swaying with right the library now. where Emma Stone's character is trapped when a certain thing is happening yes. on the first floor. You have where Emma Stone first, first gets to the palace and mm-hmm. she's asleep 
in that overrun section the, where like, kitchen the kitchen kinda? maids, yeah. mm-hmm. where the kitchen, where all of those people I work. I think the outside space. Even like the outside spaces too. Everything yes. about yeah, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's really as, production design As for this, far for sure. as sets that they built that are real, so like that kind of, I think, knocks Black Panther off a little bit, mm-hmm. that are not usual places, which I think knocks Roma off a little bit, Agreed. and are not Mary Poppins, Favorite's got it. I Mary, agree. Mary Poppins returns. Sorry. She came back. It's not a reboot. She's back. back. Yeah. She's She's here before. Now she's back. She's back. Do not (laughs) call it a comeback. You did. Just now. No, no, no. (sighs) So, Burge, what what are you thinking? You can change. Yeah. You just shouted. You didn't choose. That's true. Yeah, you guys are right. The favorite. Yeah, the yeah. favorite. No, you're right. Yeah, you can. I'm still sticking first. You can still stick with what you want That's to totally win. That's totally cool. But yeah. I don't want yeah. to. Right. I, I want to go with the favorite because it's I'd rather perfect. the favorite. See, now wins. he's going for fu- for points as well. It's well, not for points. It's like yeah, fuck yeah. 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 Sweet is really fucking good. The production really design good. on that film is amazing. It's really good. Yeah. So yeah, mark me down for Mary Poppins Returns. I will. You guys changed my mind for Mary Poppins. Uh, and so we're moving on now to a great one. Oh, this is going to be a great one, guys. This is going to be great. We're moving on to original song, which mm-hmm. nominees are mm-hmm. All the Stars by Kendrick Lamar, Swan Wave, and Anthony Tippett from Black Panther. Yeah. I'll Fight by Diane Warren from RBG. The Place Where Lost... The Place Where Lost <laughs> Things Go... By Mark Scheiman and Scott Whitman from um, Mary, was that Queen Mary, of Scotland? Mary Poppins, Poppins is back. Mary Queen Poppins is back. Got it. Guess who's back? Uh, back again. Shallow by Lady Gaga, Mark Ronzo, Anthony Rosamondo, and Andrew Wyatt from A Star Is Born. And when a cowboy trades his spurs for wings by David Rawlings and Gilliam. Welch, so Tyler, Buster one. Scruggs. How funny would it be if that song won? When a cowboy puts on his hat and eats chewing tobacco, goes outside <laughs> and shoots a gun. A song by... <laughs> Wait, have you seen a Ballad Buster Scruggs? Not. Is that the name of the other song? Did, <laughs> I, just, song? did I just guess it? Wait, no, you haven't seen Ballad Buster no. Scruggs? So you don't know that like that song is actually really fucking cool. I'm sure it's great. It's Has everybody cool. here seen Ballad of Buster yes. Scruggs? Besides Robbie. Everybody besides, should everybody. Besides Robbie. Yes. yes. Shut up. Dumbass. Fuck you. It's on Netflix. Yeah, dude. What excuse Net- do you possibly have? I haven't heard of this Netflix. <laughs> have you I heard w- of this Apex Legends? Because it's taken up a All lot right, so of our time. We are, Don't so mention it. He's going to get tight. We already got Robbie going on. So, and he is our music aficionado. Officially. All the stars are close. Our official all officiano. the stars are close. You go with all the stars? You gotta go with all the stars. Listen, fuck you, whoever you are. You gotta go with all the stars. Keep it professional. That, sorry. That SZA, that Kendrick Lamar joint, that music video is hot fire. When you hear it at the end of Black Panther, it really just ties all the movie together in this like burst of energy. And it's also like the premiere track on the Black Panther soundtrack. It is the choice. I was definitely, I had some second thoughts only because of um, Shallow. Shallow. Because Shallow is beautiful. It's a mm-hmm. beautiful, beautiful song. Would not be upset if it won. 
but I got you gotta go with all the stars, and I I really would love to see this performed live on stage. I would love to see. Well, this. they perform them all. Fuck yeah! Yeah, <laughs> you, you win either way. It's all good to go. They perform them all every um, single time. Like thirty seconds of each. But one. that's uh, that's my soapbox, and that's my vote. I don't really like music. Music. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, agree. Yeah, we all know that. That Ruth Bader Ginsburg's voice on all all fight. Really surprised me, and uh, I cannot believe how many how many fuck words they slid into that song and still got it on this list. Like that's crazy. But I will also say it's kind of a head scratcher to me that Bohemian Rhapsody is not on this list because <laughs> that's a pretty good song. They're, uh, they're oldies. I know it's like kind of the like um, original original song. original song. Yeah, it was written by Queen. Not for the movie. Yeah, it has to be written for the film. Technicality. There's well, too many maybe, rules maybe, in this whole maybe shindig. They knew, I don't, maybe I don't when really Queen was making, they didn't put that in the movie. They're like, one day when we make a movie in the future, we'll have this song in there. We're writing this for the movie, directed mm. by rapist Brian Singer. No, I think all allegedly. The, allegedly. <laughs> I think all the stars probably will and should win this one. Thank you. With you, Robbie. Thank you. Well, we I might know. be splitting the camp hey, here. I, I know where you guys are going to go. I'm not upset. I'm gunning for shallow. Good. I, Come I, on, baby. We're, I go, really we're both want going it. for shallow. No, I, I prefer, I want you to, to go that way. It's good. I'd be it's happy good. with either of these camps winning. Yes. For sure. Yes. But, oh my gosh. Can, the music can, in that movie. Can we admit, though, that uh, Maybe It's Time is the superior song? I think a lot of the songs in that film might be better than Shallow. But Shallow but, is the banger. But Shallow. It's the banger. That yes. just speaks to how great all of the music in the film yeah. is. It's amazing. The fact that Shallow is the one that's getting their original yeah. song kind of got the play it's in the It's the one trailer. that's got both of them, too. And it's, right. it's a it's a pivotal point in the it's movie. Both it's both of them. Yes. It's the, Maybe it's the time big moment. Just it's, it's the Brad. star-making moment. Exactly. Brad, so, my friend Brad. Yeah, your boy Brad. My, you bad, chill with. my boy Brad. Hey, weren't you a raccoon really a few good, times? Man. I love you. Yeah, he's doing great. Hey, I just wanted to look at you again. Yeah, shallow. Yeah, <laughs> shallow for a heartbeat. Let me get one more look at you. Let me just get one more look at you. Hey, let me just get one more look at you. Hey, hey baby, come over here. Let me get one more look at you. Bro, you got you got a fake arm? I'm going to steal it. That's my bit. He's the raccoon. So we're we're going to talk a lot <laughs> about that. Like I want to get that arm. Yeah, let's uh, save it. For <laughs> yeah, shallow. We so we got, a, we got everything <laughs> for everything original everyone's song. everyone's in there, yeah. yeah. Let's move on. We're getting Somehow it, we got we're get, all. We're getting yeah. into the deep cuts now. Yeah. We got adapted screenplay coming up next. And the nominees for that are The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, Black Klansman, Can You Ever Forgive Me, If Beale Street Could Talk, and A Star Is Born. I think they're going to give this one to A Star Is Born. Probably no brainer. Really? Yep. I think this is like a thinker for sure. Yeah, this is... For me. From no. my point of view, yeah. I I don't know. That seems like the Academy all the way. It, give it to A Star Is Born. Uh, they made can, that movie like this, three times. Can You Ever Forgive Me is the obvious Academy choice for me. Really? Sorry, Robbie. Go ahead. Is that your, you your That's not my pick. No, my pick oh. is A Star Is Born because that fucking makes sense because A Star... Uh, if Beale Street Could Talk was adapted from one of the greatest <laughs> novels yeah. ever written, and Can You Ever Forgive Me was adapted from a novel that not a lot of people have heard of, but had the, a story that has swept the nation. Mm. Black Klansman um, is not adapted well, uh, I guess. No, I guess like if all the lies 
that the original <laughs> writer put into their book if you were true. If you yeah. adapt that into your then it's good. But if good old Ronnie Stallworth depends was on, and Battle of Buses Scrubs check is out bullshit. Like that's like that's that. not do you know yeah, why what the fuck? do you know why it is? No. Uh because one of the stories, the the Tom Waits one, the the old prospector, okay. it's based off of like an old, like kind of folklore story. But one and, that's and it. because on, that's in on, there, it gets on. the whole thing. Oh fuck. That's that. wild. Hold on. That's what that's the way it works. I believe so it's you. very adapted. Hold on. <laughs> that was Tom Waits. Yeah. In the old prospector thing? Yeah. He is the chameleon of our lives. Jack doesn't like music. He doesn't know what Tom Waits look like. I know what Tom Waits. He doesn't know what Tom Waits. You've seen Imaginary. I know. I just broke. I mean, I just watched uh, Seven Psychopaths again recently. Again, that blows my fucking. How did I not? What? He's what? crazy. Yeah, even busy. Lately. I have to go lay down. I didn't realize Mike Myers is in Bohemian Rhapsody until he said something kind of Scottishy, and I was like Shrek. And then I figured it out. It's, it's actually really good. Mike Myers in Bohemian Rhapsody. It's like one of the most on the nose things, but you're just kind of like, yeah, I'm no, sure. I'm with it. Well, it's he's funny the that guy plays... that okays if Bohemian Rhapsody will work. But he also work, he and plays... he's like a bunch of teenagers aren't going to be banging their heads to a song called Bohemian. But what? they're going to be banging like, each right. other. But he plays. Awesome powers in the timeline that he doesn't go into the future, and he decides right. to get into record producing. Which I did just watch Awesome oh Powers and Goldmember yeah, like yesterday. <laughs> um, there were a lot of British people in town, so <laughs> it, you kind of just have to. Uh-huh. And uh, boy, if they try to bring that one back, because good old Mike Myers said he wants to. We'll see. Godspeed to you, Spider Man. I'd be kind of okay with that, to be honest. I don't know. When was the last time you watched one of those movies? I just think they're great because they're not, you know, great, but they're fun. I know, but I, good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Fair. Um, I'll say. The first one is so, so good. I'll go watch it. Yeah, the first one's rock. Good luck. Uh, my <laughs> vote Spire Shag Me is one of the most, is one of the best sequels ever made. It's Heather Graham is great. Yeah, it's wonderful. <clears throat> yep. My vote is going to If Beale Street Could Talk because I got to give some love to that movie. Um, I think Star is Born is going to take it, and I wouldn't be upset about it. But uh, if Bill Street could talk, it's hard when you do adapted screenplay um, categories. We're doing this like voting thing because like I have not read the original book, so I can't like speak to like how well or or not well it was adapted. But that being said, I think if Bill Street could talk, um, it really has some of the energy that it feels like it's something that popped off a page onto a screen. So if I could speak to kind of that like transformation or that transmutation that happened, I think that uh, Barry Jenkins did it very well. So I, my vote is going to be able to talk. I would love to see this movie win. I don't think it got en- as much love as it truly deserved this year at the Oscars. But that's my vote. I would not be upset if Star is Born got it. Yeah, I will say that this is the most difficult one out of the entire list for me to choose. Really? Mm-hmm. Because I think that... If I'm going for blood here. Blood. Uh, adapted screenplays from other screenplays don't typically get a lot of love. Mm-hmm. But I think what they did with The Star is Born is phenomenal. Yeah. To update it to our modern times and to lace in the complexities of what addiction are now. The scene at the CBS is like the best fucking thing. It's so, it's good. so good. I love oh, it. That movie is great. Yeah. But I think I'm also going to diversify and go with you, Robbie, and do if Beale Street could talk because it's like a straight up adaptation mm-hmm. from a novel. You had a chance to see it or 
I have not seen it yet. You'll enjoy it. But you're, yeah. you're, you're putting your balls in the right basket. I'm putting the balls in that basket. <laughs> and yeah, then we have two and two. Cool. I mean, yeah, I think. Don't act like you're above this. That's the bit. Oscar <laughs> might you know, go to I'm that. Above don't the lie to yourself. This is the one bit. Tonight. One. Officially. Tonight you're above. I'm above. I'm above. We'll All see. Right, we'll see. <laughs> we'll All see. Right, so we got everybody for Adapted. Yeah. Uh, move on to original screenplay where the nominees oh. are The Favorite, <clears throat> First Reformed, Green Book, Roma, and Vice. You go first this time, Mike. Me? Yeah, you. Wait, has Bernadette gone first for like any of these? Yeah, I yeah, was going first like, a like lot the first in the first two. half. Yeah. But I don't know. Do you want me to go first now? Yeah, I want you to go first. Yeah. Sorry, Jack. <laughs> you, you slippery motherfucker. Oh, I already have mine like hammered Slip, Slippery like a fox. This, this is going to be a mix of what I want and then what I think <laughs> is going to get it. What I would love to see get it is first performed. Because it is a beautiful movie, mm. and really, it's because of what was written on the page. Like the acting is great; everything about that movie is great. Ethan uh, Hawke's my boy. Yeah, agreed. But I do think yeah, he's good. Yeah. I think he's fine. He's doing okay. I talked to him. He's doing. Okay. I mean, he was in two movies last year. So yeah, you know. I, I want him to get work. I want him to feel yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. But I do think uh, for what is translated from the page onto the screen, I've got to give it to Roma. I mm. think. I think. I'm going to definitely choose Roma for this because what you see in that film, the beats, what is actually shot, the actual dialogue, which is actually few and far in between, is so heartfelt. And I think what they got from the film is from that screenplay and the acting, of course, but it has to start somewhere. And that screenplay is beautiful. Not a bad choice at all. So those are my thoughts. Bergeron? First Reformed. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and uh, it's piggyback, e- it's piggyback off my boy here. It's easily... It's just not hard. It's it's just not hard, you know? It's, like, it's, it's one it's of the best be written reformed. movies of the year. I would be so, so happy the for The best to win. scenes of that movie are people in a room talking. It's insane. Mm-hmm. It's fucking brilliant. In the, sen- in the sense of where it would be, like, it's not negative to state it. Nothing happens in that movie, but, but everything it's insanely yeah. interesting and engaging. The way mm. these characters are created and they are positioned against each other, the journey that Ethan Hawke's character goes on, both within himself and outwardly, it's incredible. I would love. I I went to school for screenwriting and playwriting. Not that it gives me more clout either way. I think we all may have dabbled, but uh, mostly just to say I am really excited to one day read this script to hopefully make me a better writer myself. Um, with first form being said, uh, I would love to also like Roma was up there for me to in considering and and the favorite also I was thinking about a lot too because it is uh, not written by Yorgoth, Yorgos Lanthimos mm-hmm. and um, he did a really great job. Do you know the story behind that? that? That it was written back in the nineties. Wait, really? You don't know this? No, no, no. Do the tell. original screenplay was written back in the nineties <clears throat> and they didn't okay because they were like, you can't have a movie that has three female leads. And they well, came. And then he just gave him the finger and did and it. And then eventually <laughs> it came on back like 20 years later. Hell yeah, 2019 yeah. or 18. Um, also, by the way, the fact that Searching is not in I haven't this, seen Searching. But you haven't seen no, Searching but, but yet? Jack did, so he could speak I did. that. I was there. I have it on my stand. That's an insane screenplay, right? That is a pretty insane screenplay, yeah. Like you have to imagine. I've been reading it and I actually, Robbie, you I should. know that you're getting into that. 
that screenplay reading of like these really weird movies where you're like, I wouldn't say I'm getting into it. I would say I've been there for a (laughs) a a while. Like getting into like these, like you're you're reading the Spider Verse. Yeah, I I do I do enjoy things that are unconventional. Yeah, uh, that one's unconventional as fuck. Yeah, Yeah. I've been reading the Searching screenplay and and it is amazing. Yeah, what they do to be like you because a lot of like the emotive moments in Searching are like. Uh, somebody typing something mm-hmm. to send, but then like backspacing and typing something yeah. else. And that's how they kind of emote character, like stances and arcs and stuff like that. It's really fucking cool. It must yeah. be pretty tough to write into a screenplay. It's yeah, really neat how they do it. Like how they do like the text thing is like they, they text it and then they put like the line, the line through, through it and then what they actually send. Interesting. It's really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that movie like is that. too... I don't know the right word. Small, maybe. Under the radar. Yeah. It's uh, very small, and it honestly was probably made vastly outside of what these guys are doing here. Uh, Mm -hmm. But it's like I was talking to Robbie about it that that I'm really upset that I put it on my top 18 because I was thinking about it. The other day, and I was like, you gotta be kidding me. That's one of the best movies. It's the same thing with Unsane. It's yeah. good for the exact same reasons <clears throat> yeah. that Unsane is good. It's yeah. like this is old school thriller movie making, just like fucking killing it. The writing in Unsane is is really phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Really, great. really good. Polite and that, that combined mm-hmm. with the, the the unique cinematography that's in it really makes that thing tick. Mm-hmm. And eighth grade too in this category. Yeah. As well. True. Oh, absolutely. True. I yeah. So while Jack. we're at it, I mean We've already established that it couldn't be here, but sorry to bother you. Oh my it deserves gosh. to be here. It's the most, I think, original movie of the year. Oh my goodness. So, Hands down. Yeah. Um, Agreed. I, it, for, this is the only category that First Reformed is nominated for. So mm-hmm. I really, really would like to see First Reformed take it. Um, I agree with what you said, Bernadette, about Roma, but I do think. You know, the the best parts of that screenplay would probably be moments that just say takes a beat, you know, like the, some of the, the best moments or, are like mm-hmm. what the things that are not said, which right. I think is probably better suited to some of these other like categories. Sure. Um, but I also don't want to undersell the actual like line to line dialogue and, and like diction of the favorite because like it really is like those are some very, very well written characters that all unfold and entangle and unravel around each other in a way that I think is very complex and I think really is is something special. Um, all of Nicholas Holt's lines of dialogue in that movie yeah. are and it's so, it's 10 yeah. out of 10. It's amazing. so amazing. sharp and so witty and so biting <clears throat> in the way that you're, you're accustomed to seeing Yorgos Lanthimos write, even though it was not written by him. Um, that I think from a screenplay perspective, it is a huge heavy hitter. Um, I do – you guys know I have complicated feelings on First Reformed and some of the moments I think that were really heavy did not hit me as much as maybe just I wanted them to. So I think I'm going to go with the favorite All here right. as my prediction. But I would be very happy to see First Reformed win. Yes. Right on. We got everybody? Yeah. So Great. All right, so going over to uh, best lead actor, and the nominees are for this category: uh, uh, Christian Bale in Vice, Bradley Cooper in A Star Is Born, Willem Dafoe in At Eternity's Gate, Rami Malek 
in Bohemian Rhapsody and Vigo Mortensen in Green Book. Who wants to kick that one off? Crack it. Meh. Uh, I vote for Bradley Cooper. Yeah, not even seeing a Star is Born, I think probably my my personal preference would be Bradley. But as I said before, that Academy sure does fucking love white dudes and prosthetic makeup, don't they? I could mm-hmm. see it going to Christopher Bale pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't have a lot of ex- – there's a lot of movies – uh, in this character, I ha- in this category, I haven't seen, so I'm voting with what I have seen. But I also think that Bradley Cooper really kicked ass in that movie. So, and you know, you have to give credit for he's lead actor and director. Mm-hmm. And did he write the fucking thing too? This monster? Yeah, he helped. He helped yeah. It. yeah. So you know, like I, I think that if he's not nominated for best director, which he is not, which is bullshit, which is bullshit. Like I'm throwing love at my boy here. But even besides, like, the extenuating circumstances, I think he does a tremendous performance in this movie that shows a range that I have not yet seen from him. So I'm here for it. We do love Bradley. Yes. I mean, I'm, I'm on Bradley as well. Good. Getting in there. He's, uh, he's an amazing performance. Willem Dafoe in At Eternity's Gate is really cool. It's yeah. Did weird. you see that one? I did. Damn it. You slick little shit. Yeah, slick little shit. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's a really well-made movie, uh, and Willem Dafoe's great in it. It's just a little odd. Yeah. Uh, and they did it on purpose, I guess, where, like, you know, Van Gogh was nowhere near the age that Willem Dafoe was when he died. <laughs> so, yeah, but... Okay. It doesn't matter. Like, it, uh, that doesn't matter to me. Yeah. I think he does an amazing job in it, and I would not be upset at all if Willem Dafoe beat Bradley Cooper. I'd be upset if anybody else here did that. Yeah. Rami Malek and Viggo Mortensen in uh, Bohemian Rhapsody and Green Book, respectively. Uh, they are the ones that really help carry those movies that I wouldn't think that they were good movies. Viggo Mortensen is great in Green Book. He's just like a big, fat Viggo Mortensen. He's There's a scene in <laughs> like Green that. Book where <laughs> for no reason at all, it's like halfway in, and we already know that Vigo Mortensen's character, uh, uh, I, I think his name is uh, Tony the Lip. Yep. Tony the Lip. He likes to eat. That's it? That's it. Like More he likes than to the eat average. A lot. Yeah, he likes to okay. eat a lot. And at one point, he's laying in bed in a hotel room, and he, he's got a pizza pie next to him, and he takes the whole pizza pie, and he, he folds it in half. And takes a bite out of it and then looks at it and goes, and then puts it back down and continues reading. Mm -hmm. And then you never go back to that. Like, I thought we were actually about to see Viggo Mortensen, like, eat a whole pizza pie. On camera. On camera, which is... Spaghetti moment. Would have been, like, an amazing ghost story (laughs) kind of pie moment. That's what I was thinking about, a different pie. It would have been great. But uh, we didn't. Mm -hmm. And uh, Rami Malek really kind of holds down Bohemian Rhapsody in the way that the band, all four members of that band, the chemistry that they all have together is what really makes that movie sing. Sells it. And turns it from like some kind of mediocre, stupid biopic by an alleged rapist that it it turns it into something that you're like, yeah, Queen, fuck yeah, this is cool. But uh, no, Bradley Cooper, all the way. Mm-hmm. These are not my words. Nothing to say about Christian Bale, sorry. (laughs) He's, he's, He's good. He does his job. Mm-hmm. 
It's nothing explanatory. Nothing special. Yeah, it's not. It's nothing. I will crazy. say he does look good, and that he sure does look like fucking Dick Cheney yeah, in that trailer. I was gonna say not good, mouth, like Dick Cheney. Sure. What are you gonna mm-hmm. say, bro? Oh yeah, Dick Cheney looks awful. He's a terrible person to look at. <laughs> but Christian Bell nails that. So these are not my words. I saw a star is born with my friend Kanisha, and as we were walking out, she said that is the only time I've ever liked Bradley Cooper. Oh, because oh, oh. when when she's watching a movie, Let she a little love into your heart, girl. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. When she said, "When I'm watching a movie, I feel like I'm watching Bradley Cooper in a movie," and she said, "This is the first time where I was watching it, and he wasn't Bradley Cooper, cool. and he He's was cool. he was Jackson Maine." Yeah. I mean, as his good buddies, that's also hard for us. Like we see him all the time. We talk to Brad all the time. <laughs> it's hard like, to yeah, separate. It's hard to yeah, separate yeah, yeah. that. But thanks for listening, Brad. I guess I can understand that. Yeah. So, well, he doesn't listen to this. Right. <laughs> he, he's our friend, but he he's, our, too, he's our, too cool for that. Our, our friends don't. He already knows. He no, already no, knows. This We're podcast, too close. We're too close. The, this podcast is to him as Ready Player One is to Jack. Oh. Uh, <laughs> too good to be true. But yeah, I'm also gunning for Bradley in this category, Hardcore, just because I think he was phenomenal. Yeah. I think he portrays addiction in a way that is rarely seen. And he does not shy away from all of the very, very difficult things he had to do portraying Jackson Maine. And I've, I wrote about it in my best of list. When he looks at Lady Gaga in that first scene in the gay bar and he falls in love with her just by looking at her, I don't even know if my husband has ever looked at me that way. Damn. The way he looks at Lady Gaga Throwing shade. is – and that's not even shade. No, it's not shade. It's I can't even say different. that I've looked at the people that I've loved the most in my life the way that in that Bradley same Cooper, way. It's, yeah. it's, it's phenomenal, and and that's why he goes back for the second look. Yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's why he wants another look. I see. He's Got wanted it. to. Yeah, yeah. I get it. But yeah, okay. his acting he's in that film is okay, yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, he's very good. In that he's top very, notch. Very, very good. The fact that it was written around the fact that, like Sam Elliott. He was ripping off Sam Elliott's voice mm-hmm. before yeah. Sam Elliott was cast. True. And when Lady Gaga was cast, like he rewrote the script to more kind of mirror Lady Gaga's own personal how she went about becoming famous and how she dealt with it and her own ideas on it. It's a it's a very good movie. And it, it's yeah. it's and yep. we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. In a little bit, Hot too. second, yeah. Yeah, you know. and to speak for him, I don't think he was method acting like a lot of best actors do. I don't think he's ever personally dealt with addiction in that way, but he's phenomenal. He's just hands down so good in that role. He carries that movie. I went to see that movie because I know what a powerhouse Lady Gaga is, but I walked away with Bradley Cooper. Yeah. I did read that he did method act in the way that he actually fell in love with Lady Gaga, though. Oh, did I, he? <laughs> well, I, I mean, Lady Gaga and her fiance just broke up, so you never know. Uh, but I think Bradley's married, but who knows? Has anybody <laughs> here, before we, like, oh, we'll get to it. No, no, we can save that for the next one. True love okay. Does anybody, have, anybody else have anything to say about uh, the best lead actor? Does Please everybody get their win. thing in? Yeah, I think, I think we're, we're all in on Bradley. All right, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll bring it up in a second. So w- next moving up, we got best lead actress. So we have um, Yelitsa Apricio? 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 I think it's like, right? like that. Yeah, from yeah. Roma? Yes. Glenn Close from The Wife? 
Olivia Coleman? Not that, not that hard. Not that hard of one to do. <laughs> Lady Gaga. Weird star is born. I think that's Zsa Stephanie Germanata. And Melissa McCarthy from. That's her real name. Can you ever forgive me? What's the wife? Uh, so I watched The Wife Okay. Uh, in preparation for this, so I made sure that I had all of the, the eggs in the best actor, in the best actresses, basket. stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, the Wife is a um, fine movie. Okay. And best Glenn, picture. It's, it's and, fine. And, and, it's and fine. Glenn Close is fine in it. I have no idea why she's nominated. Okay. From, like my, own, from my own personal scenario. point of view, I think like it's. I, I was talking to Diana about it, where she was like, "Should I watch it?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's it's a I ate movie. It's I ate, and she's just Glenn Close. Like, yeah, she's fucking good. It's like was Viggo Mortensen good in Green Book? Yeah, he's fucking Viggo Mortensen. He brings the fire. Yeah, yeah of course. But it's just it's nothing. I think this insane. is a. Great opportunity to talk about the biggest, one of the bigger snubs, which is Tony Collette from Hereditary not well, being here. Well, kind of just fucked up. I don't know. Yeah, fu- I don't fucking up. know. No, it's fucked I don't up. Fucking yeah, know. or even Elsie Fitcher. Yeah. Hell yeah, for sure. Like it's just that's a hard category this year. That would have been buck wild if she had gotten nominated for an Oscar. Can you fucking imagine? Be I would have been so excited for her. Well, I would, all of I our votes would be going to one basket. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about the fact that like we're showing Beasts of Southern Wild this weekend, and that that girl got she got nominated for best actress four years old, five, yeah, yeah. four or five years five. old. That's mm-hmm. nuts. That's nuts. Um, my vote's going for uh, Yalitza from Roma. Uh, I do think Olivia Coleman is fantastic. I think Lady Gaga really shocked me with her performance, her coming out as an actor. I think I feel like some people talk shit about her acting in that movie. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I think she does a great job. Who? About Lady Gaga. What? That's Who what I'm saying. Says that? I don't fuck them. That's stupid people that don't know what well, acting is. Um, she's, she's great in American Horror Story. Her season. Hotel, I haven't seen that, but she's good she at that too. Was but, she, but it's like that's the that. thing that you would think Lady Gaga would do. Which sure, is like something kind a little weird realistic. That's more part like, like the this course. is a grounded. Yeah, yeah. She's even said like you know that her character in that movie is nothing like her. I would not be upset to see <laughs> Lady Gaga win this. I would not be upset to see Olivia Olivia Coleman win it. I do think it's going to be it's a, a, a Paricio, uh, and I think it should go to her. That's my vote. I will say, like, what I wanted to say before, it, the ha, have has anybody here seen the Lady Gaga documentary that came out about two years ago? Five Foot Two? Yeah. I have not seen it, but I know what you're it's talking great. about. Yeah. It's great. And having seen that prior to watching A Star is Born, there are a lot of, like, Lady Gaga really puts her soul out on the table like a slab of meat yeah. in that documentary where this is who I am. This is what I think. And I don't necessarily feel very comfortable about it, but this is this is what I am and I'm yeah. trying to change. These are the things that I've been through. These are the things that I'm going through. These are the things that I think are coming. And A Star is Born has a lot of that stuff baked into its cake as yeah. a movie. And I think that that's why I really connected with The Star is Born a lot more is because I could see that this is Lady Gaga for the first time, first movie that she's ever been in, her first performance where she's not throwing on the bells and whistles. And it also happens to be a movie where she is, you know, retroactively as the co-lead 
commenting on the musical spectrum and scene as far as populist culture goes. And it's very interesting that way, taking into account what Lady Gaga has been through. And you can see where in the script Lady Gaga being the co-lead, where that kind of changed the script and made it more into a personal story that it became. And it's amazing. And I think that um, Olivia Coleman from The Favorite should win. Uh, I think she's absolutely fantastic, but I am actually rooting for Lady Gaga. Respect. And Lady Gaga, it's it's her first film. She's nominated. That's enough. Mm-hmm. If Olivia Coleman wins, fuck yeah. Olivia Coleman. Olivia, I know you're listening. Yeah. You're a listener. You're well, my girl, I, bitch. Do it. I don't know if Lady Gaga is going to get another shot at like an Oscar. Oh, she I think will. she is. You think she will? She but will. Her first movie, she got nominated. Well, I just like... But she, but this movie is so much entwined into her With music. Well, yeah, into her like more formidable career path, like right. But the things that because you saw it, yes, I loved it. The I, that things that are the most special about it are not the musical parts. Uh, I, the most mm. special. Mm-hmm. I think. Like, I think the like musical her numbers in the are the with yeah, him. Yeah, no, saying that's just an like, amazing part too. The, but talking like, about the nose and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, but like we're talking about, I just, I think we're thinking about it, we're framing it differently in our heads. Like the musical performances are the exclamation par- points at the end of major acts. And like that's like helps accentuate the energy of the scenes. Yeah. I hear you. I think she has just as much to give in other aspects. I think she's Respect. getting more film for okay. sure. Super excited. I'm not saying she should. She does. Right, right. I'm not saying she shouldn't. And uh, I think she yeah. wants to. Okay. Like, she's looking for that outlet as well. I'm here for it because, you know, her her acting, I think, is very good in this movie. And that's, like, part of why I liked the the film so much is because, like, I thought her performance was so good. You know? It's insane. Right. She, yeah. It's insane what she does with this. So, Jack, you and I might be in the same camp. But. It's almost a form of uh, method acting on Lady Gaga's point to – be able to act like a normal person for her. Honestly, yes. I say that as it sounds like a goof, but I kind of mean that a little no, bit. No, no, I like, mean she. She's become such her like yeah. personality, like such a huge extra personality to like take it back. I haven't seen it yet, but from what I gather, like to take it back and just like be a normal person again is kind of crazy to see out of Lady Gaga. See, that's Stephanie. why I was surprised. Good old yeah. Steph. Yeah, Steph. Mm-hmm. that's why I was surprised because in American Horror Story, she was billed as Lady Gaga, and I said that made sense. So I was surprised to see her use her stage name, Lady Still Gaga. Use Lady Gaga. For I thought this one? she was going to be billed as Stephanie Dramata. Yeah, well, you know, I was surprised. Dwayne used his stage name for a couple <laughs> movies first as well, and he's kind of worked yeah. it back. It'll be Stephanie Gaga, <laughs> whatever her last name is, within yeah. three or four I, movies. I'd lo- like not to sidetrack a bunch on it because we're not going to get to talk about it later on because we're going to start getting into uh, directors and cinematography and like the the craft of that stuff. <laughs> It, Lady Gaga is she's she, she, her entire career has been about the fact that she wants to be a singer songwriter, and she knew that if she tried to be a singer songwriter because of her looks, she probably <laughs> would not be able to make it. And so she went the route of super dance club popular stuff dressed up in crazy clothes every time she went to an award ceremony for she the made first her five years she, she, and she got everybody to pay attention to her yeah and the first time they told her they were like all right 
Now you can do whatever you want. What do you want to do for your next album? We got Josephine. Joanna. 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 (laughs) Is it Joanna or just Joanne? Joanna. Joanna. And it is. Am I wrong? I think it's Joanne. Mm. It's. uh, I don't like music. No, you're not a big music. (laughs) Not really. Why did I say Josephine? You were just. Is that an Al Dylan song or something? Mm. But uh, I believe the album's Joanne. But Joanne is is unlike any Lady Gaga album before it. It is. It's it's Joanne because where do you think you're going? Going. Going. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the reverse of Allie in Star Is Born. Right. Yeah. And it's it's it's. She did that, and everybody's kind of like, well, what is this? Like, yeah. you're you're the Just Dance girl. You're the Poker Face girl. Yeah. Like, what is this? And she's like, well, this is what I really want to do. And it's like, Joanna is an amazing album. It's like the album that got me into Lady Gaga. Because yeah. the other Poppy mm-hmm. stuff was a little too extra for me, but Joanne's, like, so grounded that yes. I was, like... But it kind of opened the doors for me to get more into her kind of weirder stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's so grounded that yeah. you sometimes think the name of it is Josephine. It's That's <laughs> how grounded it is. Yeah. different person's name. <laughs> and, I see how you yeah. get confused in that way. You get yeah. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you get that. Jack gets yeah. me. Jack, you're the, you're the only uh, one that gets me. And, and that's why, yeah, that's why the casting of her in A Star is Born, like her song A Million Reasons could fit into A Star is Born instantly. Yeah. Sure. It's so good. Uh, so Jack... Your choice. Yeah. Um, it sounds really good on Lady Gaga. Um, but in my heart, I'm with you, Mike. Olivia Coleman. I really Deserves think her. It. Again, Respects. I've said before with uh, supporting actress, these three lead actresses are just phenomenal together. They all play off of each other in such an amazing way. But really, at the end of the day in that movie, it is Olivia Coleman is at the top of that pyramid. And it's the other two who are trying to scrounge their way up. And her performance is just so rock solid. It is super interesting that that's the way that it's tiered in the award ceremony, yep. too. Like, mm-hmm. you would think that Rachel Weisz and Emma Stone would be fighting for Lee. I mean, those are two, re- honestly, be much bigger but names. she really is. Yeah. She's so good. She's, um, she's, she's man phenomenal. Man. Like, yeah. Robbie, do you remember when we watched, when we watched uh, Murder on the Orient Express? Yes. And Olivia Coleman is in that as a bit part. Yeah. And I was like, you might not notice this, but like this actress is absolutely fucking amazing because I've been watching like Broadchurch and all that stuff. She's in in Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, maybe yeah, yeah, Hot Fuzz. Peep Show. Well, she's a great, she has a great, it's like a bit-ish part. She's been on like a bunch of BBC British like comedy drama kind of stuff. She's one of those British faces that you see a lot. And now she's finally coming out. And her Golden Globe speech too is just like- just give me a little bit more of that. Yeah. Too, Her performance in The Favorite is like crushes. Like crushes. she is just, she's a monster and like in the best of ways. Now that said, mm. here comes the twist. I would not be surprised to see the Academy give it to Yulitsa. Yeah. I really could see it happen. It's a stacked, it's a stacked category. And I think that's actually the prediction I'm going to make. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Is there a okay. world that Melissa McCarthy gets... I don't think so. Not no. this time. Yeah, I watched I that today, so. and she's um, Fine. good. Here we go. Oh, good. we got good. a good on this one. She's good. No, Melissa McCarthy's good. Uh, she's she's great. in a lot of shitty movies. She's in a lot of bad movies where she just she's acts in a lot of movies like she wants to be in. Stupid person. She, she has fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she enjoys what she does. She does. She does. A, but she's not movies, putting up a front. She, she's, she's so uh, funny she's in Bridesmaids. Like a, uh, she's like yeah. a like Hysterical. a principal or a guidance counselor in some movie. 
for like a couple brief scenes, something like young adult oh, or something no, like no, no. that. She was in, no, she was in, uh, not blockers. No, no, it wasn't blockers. I haven't something seen I watched recently. She's Fuck. great, and this is forty as the mom. That's who, like, what I'm thinking pokes of. The girl. That's what I'm thinking of. Is this is forty because yeah. I just watched that. She's one. She's great in that. I watched that one in Blockers. Like that might be the same one that I'm thinking of. Yeah. Where she's like really good, and you're like, she's Melissa. a mom. They're in, they're, Melissa. In, they're in the principal's office. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's yes. what it is. Yeah. That's, that's, what, that's why I was like, oh, she's like a guidance counselor. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's and she's it. amazing. She's in that. So and I'm good. like, Melissa, why don't you do this all the time? I know. It's like Ghostbusters. It's just. For the love of it, she's fun. She's she, not putting up a front. She just likes to do the job, and and that's has anybody else here seen? Can you ever forgive me? No, no. not yet. She's amazing in it, in the sense <laughs> that you're not used to seeing her do a role Dat like McCarthy this. doing yeah. Dat McCarthy. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it's really cool because she's respect. an actress that has like she's got real pathos to her, and she's willing to make herself look. Uh, like not just in like prosthetics, but like the look on her face and mm-hmm. the manner of her figure, like and, and how she's carrying herself. Like it's it, it's really interesting that way. But it's, it's uh, I don't think it's gonna beat some of these people, mm-hmm. but maybe probably not. So Jack, I'm surprised because yeah, I thought you and I were gonna be in the same camp because mm-hmm. while I would love to see either Yulitza or Lady Gaga take this, I'm gunning for Olivia for sure. In this category. That's, so that's, that's, that's my vote. That's who I'm gunning for. I, I really want Olivia to be that one, but my mm. going for points. Going for points. Elita. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, my, my going for points is actually Olivia this time. Respect. And I've guessed, like, I've put down for the favorite on, like, every single other category in this, <laughs> so I kind of have to diversify a little bit. For yeah. sure. Yeah, Yalitza coming in. She's a school teacher. Yeah, Her let's. We, we need she's to talk about this performance a little bit. I believe. Yeah, she's young. She's so understated in every scene that she's in, and the, like you said, the scenes where there there is dialogue, her, you know, the lines really hit home. But the moments that are quiet in that movie, just like you can, the like quiet reflection on her face, she just really carries with such a weight to them. Yes. That you know the scene, the kind of like kind of funny scene with um. The, the martial arts school yes. outside where they're all like the guy is standing there and doing the pose and then they all start doing the pose and, and then it cuts over to her like doing that having that <laughs> poise like she's the only that's one. the kind of poise that she carries throughout the entire movie and it's it's something special I think and the con- the confession at the end yes oh is God. amazing and yes. that's like leading in leading me too leading into the next did everybody everybody's got theirs down mm-hmm. yep. like yeah. leading in the next one i think that the yelita's performance in roma yelita our friend our friend our, yelita you know, you know, yelita brad we all hang yeah, out i think that her performance is absolutely phenomenal <laughs> and by the statement that i'm about to make i do not mean to degrade her performance i think that devalue you mean or degrade, I guess. Or it's about. Yeah, how shitty are you about to be? <laughs> it is, Let's find out. I think that it is the cinematography and how she is shot in the things that she does that really pulls the performance out. It, it, it's, it's in tandem. It's yes. 50% cinematography, yeah. 50% the it's actress. It's going to work out really well for me in the future. And it, and it pulls it out. And so our next mm. category that we're talking about is cinematography, which the... 
Uh, nominees are Cold War, The Favorite, Never Look Away, Roma, and A Star Is Born. And in Roma, yeah, the cinematography mm-hmm. is very specifically honed in on all of the characters and what they are supposed <laughs> to give to the frame of the painting that they are in. Mm-hmm. Well, it works out well for me because my vote's a robot for cinematography. Mine too. Uh, yeah, this is a no-brainer. Yeah. It doesn't even... Oh, bird! Oh, no, the dark horse. Roma is an amazingly shot film. It's one of the best-looking films of the what year. What are you doing the past five minutes if it you're not going to It looks fucking great. He's it's just trying to rope a dope so good. He loves doing God. this. A Star is Born. But You're out of your fucking mind, Bird. You're out of your fucking mind. so fucking good. The beginning of Roma has more chops than any movie on this list. Yeah, I don't know, man. The scene know. with the fire. The oh scene my with goodness. the fire. This is when she's cleaning the up dog shit with water. The like, scenes with the on. riots yes. in the, yeah, in the furniture shop. Yes. Roma. Uh, okay. Okay. It's obvious why we think Roma is yeah. best cinematography. Well, Bird just a spit. Bird, you <laughs> have to defend. You have to defend A Star is Born because you're the only one pulling for it. You have a prepared, you have a prepared <sighs> speech here. I have. We're gonna change his mind just like we did with production design. I don't know. About I, this think one. Pretty, I think there's it's a look. There. There's a fire in his <laughs> eyes. That is not know, it's very, it's very possible that you could. Uh, I just feel like a lot of the things that you might say about A Star is Born might lend itself better to other categories. But I do agree that movie looks great, and the cinematography in A Star Is Born is great. Oh hell yeah! I just think Roma and, is and the feats that they went through to shoot during like performances and do things like that, like that's a big deal, you know. And I think a lot of that has to do with editing as well, you know. So, Fair. I think Fair. the cinematography totally. in The Favorite is incredible as well. Like yes. I love all the wide, the fish-eyed shots, of, like panning shots and stuff like that. I really like the way that movie looks. Yes. Uh, I think it's a production that lends itself to. Well, I mean, you have to shoot the production. Like, you you can't just stick a camera in those really nice, like, production sets. You need to, like, angle it right. And I think they really, really do. Yeah. And especially, like, the way that the the cinematography within that bedchamber gives it that, like, claustrophobic, sickly feel all the time. Like, it's this place of wealth and of power, but it's, de- it's decaying yeah. from the inside. Right. I think that's really powerful. But just every scene in Roma just looks like a painting, and it's so incredible. And and the you would think that the monochromatic nature of it would make it look less than less than or like give it less depth or everything. But like it just has this beautiful crisp diorama feel and for a movie that is a slice of life kind of movie it makes you feel like you are living in that scene in every single scene that that's there the scene when they're in the movie theater and like you see like the plane the movie theater scene is fucking it's fucking bananas but then like the riots towards the end of the movie where like a movie that you did not think you would go to such places yeah uh, and this might be this might be more be- best picture y conversation when we're talking about like subject matter, but I just think the way that those scenes are are shot and executed are yeah. ten out of ten. I checked my shoe to make sure I did not actually step in dog shit. Yes. Because you almost smelt it. You cleaned it up so good. Yeah. So Burge, make your case for a star is born. Okay. So I was taking the time because I, I had the IMDB pulled up so I could really fucking point out what's going on here. Okay. Please. So uh Matthew Libatique is the guy that was the cinematographer for a star is born. Okay. Does that name ring a bell? It does not. It does not. He's the guy that did the cinematography for Venom. 
Shut your fucking mouth. But, but open it. I digress. But, but keep going. He is Darren Aronofsky's go-to cinematographer. Okay. He okay. has done almost every Darren Aronofsky Do we have a Roger movie. Deakins kind Mother of thing kind happening of thing, right like now? Where it's yeah. just like, this is a guy who, but I, I wanted to pull up the other things besides like Mother and Requiem for a Dream and The Fountain. Amazing looking movies that mm-hmm. inarguably look great. Yes. Mm-hmm. And just because older movies that he made look great doesn't mean that A Star is Born looks great. But... <laughs> This guy also did uh, all the Justin Timberlake like uh, like live screening ones. Which I, have you ever seen? I don't those? know if I have seen those. They're great. Okay, they're really cool. Okay, the what? But, like concerts? Or? Like the live concerts? Like uh, that he's put on? I bet a JT concert yeah. is a. Good he also time. did uh, Iron Man. Okay. Okay. Which looks good. Are you arguing for? Has he not? Life? He has <laughs> not gotten his chops. A lifetime yet. achievement award, yeah. I think. Yeah. He also did yeah. Gothica. Okay. Halle Berry. With Halle Berry, yeah. <laughs> he also did Phone Booth. So All he's right. like with Colin Farrell. <laughs> I like that movie. Well, no, as it we as movie. we go back, it's a movie we, I watched like on HBO when I was fourteen a lot. I like um, Gothica too. It's but no, I, it's I, I think it's really interesting that the guy that did like all of Darren Aronofsky's movies also did some of these populist movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And A Star Is Born, the first time I saw it. One of the things I couldn't shake was that movie looked really good. And I put that on Bradley Cooper at first mm-hmm. where I was like, wow, Bradley Cooper is an amazing director because that looked really good. And then I looked up who the cinematographer was. And it's a guy who all of those movies that I just named, including even the popular ones like Iron Man, they are known for like their dark shadows and kind of like – not really likable leads, but like, oh, hopefully they get where they're supposed to be going yeah. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just it's 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 right there. Yeah. A Star is Born is a Darren Aronofsky-esque populace Iron Man type blockbuster movie. In the way that it looks, not in the way that of like what it is. Like mm. what it is is like a Lady Gaga vehicle musical to uh, bring up like a Barbra Streisand, uh, Chris Christopherson remake from like the seventies, and in Oscar bait. Like it's a yes. big Oscar bait movie. Yeah. Of all of the movies in the best cinematography that we're looking at, A Star Is Born is probably the most Oscar baity. Oscar Bates the you most. You mean other than Vice? Sure. Yeah, I was also going to bring up Vice. Cinemat- yeah. It's not in cinematography. Well, no, no, no. Okay, sorry. No, no, just, just in cinematography. Just in cinematography. Oh, oh okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just in cinematography. I also thought you meant overall. Oh, yeah, Vice yeah. is like the most Oscar yeah, Bates. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or okay, Bohemian okay. Rhapsody. Yeah. yeah, no, like just in cinematography, it's like Roma is a movie that was obviously made with like a lot of heart yeah. and mm-hmm. energy and God damn it, it should win. It looks fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. But I'm... I'm drawing the line in my own little pocket of sand here. And I'm saying that A Star is Born looks fucking great. And one of the best things about A Star is Born is how it looks. And if Bradley Cooper didn't get nominated for Best Director, then God damn it, I wanted to win for cinematography. You make a compelling argument. I don't know if I 100% agree with you, but I will now but not But do you be, understand? Me? I understand. I just and I wouldn't be and I wouldn't be upset if Stars Born walked away with it. Because I was like listen, really the, nervous about trying to concert, explain that. No, no, I think you did a good job. The concert scenes are phenomenal. Incredible. They're the way great. that they bleed, real performances, 
with what's happening, the way the camera pans from behind the stage in a single shot, encapsulating all the action and changing that's happening on stage. No, like remember like the, the scene where it's like her flying from where she is to get yeah. to the show and it's it's all happening in tandem with them like opening. But then up the the, the show, one like, shot of getting her on stage to so her good. playing for the first time. It's it's am- I don't I'm not sure if it's a one shot. I believe it is, but it's it's great. Let me say this. Uh so to take away from Roma, something that would have to best it to take away my vote for that, I will say there is a demerit in my mind from A Star is Born. There's a scene very on early on in the movie where Jackson is in the car and they are going somewhere and he ends up at the bar where Lady Gaga is performing. And there is a shot where you see something in the background that's kind of a foreboding shot of what might be to come. All right. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to get into that too gotcha. much. But that shot took me out because I felt like it was like a little bit too much foreboding. At the beginning? Yes, at the beginning of the film. I think it's supposed to do it. Well, sure. Like, sure. Like in my you, you understand, you're going to have to explain that. I to think me he's. Off mic, okay. Yeah. You remember. understand yeah. uh, what is going to happen. I think you go into this movie probably understanding what is going to happen eventually. The structure. The structure. But that's like it's one demerit for me. I'm using that term correctly. That's a bad thing. No, demerit's a good thing. No, no demerit's, demerit's a bad, a bad thing. Yeah, thing. It's, cool. it's like a cool. strike against. Yes. It, yeah. Okay, so that is a demerit for me as far as cinematography. If I had to fault it for any reason, okay. it's that scene. But I agree with you. I felt like I was at a Jackson Maine concert for the majority of that film, and that is amazing. <laughs> And it made me want to be at a Jackson Maine concert. So, yes, I, I completely understand what you're saying. But if I had to have to be very, very picky, that would be the reason why I want cinematography to go to Roma Fair. instead. But I agree with you. I think the way the movie, the way he handled that movie specifically is, a, is great. So it's I hear good you. Good looking movie. It I'll is a good that. looking movie. Has anyone seen or know anything about Never Look Away? No. Uh, that's the uh, Germany, G- German John foreign Penny? language film. I didn't get to see it. I see. Maybe it's good. Trailer didn't look intriguing Yeah. to me. Didn't look like a story I wanted to dive into, but mm. I'll probably see it. I know that feeling. <laughs> I usually try, like, usually, like, my, my summer escapades involve me picking up all of the movies that were nominated for Academy Awards the previous year that I didn't get to see and just, like, getting them out there. Yeah. You got two, they're usually you got two not more. that good. We can do this. Two more? <laughs> two more. Rally. Rally. Oh, so rally. we're moving on. Everybody's <laughs> think, got their cinematography in? Yeah. All right. think, think we got the first three pretty quick. <laughs> Next up <laughs> are Achievement in Directing. Bum, bum, bum. And the nominees are Spike Lee for Black Klansman. Powell. Polakowski yeah, for good. Cold War. Yorgos Lanthimos for The Favorite. Alfonso Cuaron for Roma. And Adam McKay for Vice. The fact that Adam McKay is nominated and Bradley Cooper isn't makes me want to flip the table. Well, you think, have your laptop yeah. on here, so let's not. I just think Adam McKay should have gotten love really for The Big Short. It would be really yeah. bad. Because I thought not that good. was so great. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, I usually like to scream mine first when no one has anything to say. Does anyone want to go first before I do that? No, please. Um, yeah. No, no, <laughs> me. Uh, I'm going to give it to Roma. 
Alfonso. Alfonso. <laughs> mm-hmm. Give it to Alfonso Cuaron. Why, Robert? Um, well, I know that this is like his passion project. Yeah. I think that for a lot of what we discussed about Roma during this podcast uh, are all tied together because of him. Um, I don't think anyone else but him could tell a story quite like this. And I think that what he pulls from his performances, what he directs with his cinematography that he gives us visually, uh, I think that is an achievement because of how all of these excellent pieces are all put together by his directing. So that is my choice. Strong case. Um, It is, if you had told me last year, after leaving Killing of a Sacred Deer, that Yorgos Lanthimos is nominated for Best Picture, I would say that's fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. Not because his movies aren't amazing. They are. But they are so weird. Mm -hmm. And they are so almost not quite to the level of like a Nicholas Winding Refn, but like challenging in a way that like they just – they're just not that kind of movie. They're not that kind of Academy movie. And the fact that that – the favorite got nominated ten times for this movie. For for yeah, this movie this year, that's crazy. And crazy. I am very excited because Yorgos Lanthimos is one of my current favorite working directors right now, and I am very much pulling for him to get this Oscar a hundred percent. That said, I wouldn't be upset if Quran won for uh, Roma. I mean, Roma is an absolute achievement. I think it's magnificent. Um, but like, I, I don't know. I mean, we'll see, I guess I'm of two minds. I kind of would like to see Lanthimos go weirder again, because I've, I've written thoughts about how I think the favorite is a much more palatable movie than his previous works. Um, and that's cool, but maybe not a hundred percent to my preference, but I, he could also, you know, continue down this path and make some more like, you know, wider, more widely palatable movies. Um, but at the same time, I don't know if we'll ever see his name on this list again. And uh, I'm very excited that it's on this list and I really hope he wins. It's a good case. Absolutely. I think we're going to be flip-flopping a lot in this category for the four of us possibly because I agree with everything you just said, Jack. I think it would be wonderful to see him win. I would not be upset at all. (coughs) The only reason why I think Alfonso Cuaron should take this home is because I think the favorite is very contained in a type of environment. And Roma is just so so much broader in its scope. Mm -hmm. And that is really – it's like down to the nitty-gritty. That is really the only reason I think his work is a little bit more superior – to Lanthimos's, yeah, is that we're in so many different types of terrain and settings, and the acting uh, age range is so much more vast than in the favorite. I just think all of the moving parts is a little bit more harder to rein in, possibly, and especially drawing from his personal life. I think that just adds all of these extra little touches Mm -hmm. that for me makes Alfonso the winner in this category. But I also would not be upset at all if Lanthimos took this home. Yeah, I think it's political for me almost because I do think that 
Roma technically is the stronger movie of two extremely strong technical movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I do think, you know, if Quran won, it would be completely deserved. He's already got an Oscar. So true. a little bit political for me in that way. It's true. You know, for I, you, what you said, like your the politics behind it does speak to me because, as you know, I am also a big yes. Lanthimos fan. He is yes. my boy. He's also one of my current favorite working directors right now. I think you might be the reason I watched The Lobster, in fact. Maybe. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure. I, I love it. But and like the thing is, you know, generally with these things, if I'm not over blood, which I've said I'm not today. Uh, I go with like the heart and I go with like what speaks to me the most. And the thing is, the favorite did not speak to me as much as Roma. And I think that is because of directing. Um, I think the favorite is a really amazing movie. I want Yorgos Lanthimos to keep on like trailblazing his weirdness across in his own weird way, in his own weird way across cinemas around the world. I want that forever. Let's be honest. The fact that he got nominated is going to do a lot for him anyway. Hell yeah. So that's, that's that right there. I I don't, I don't want to be as for me putting my vote for him. And it's not to speak for you, but speak for me. It would be out of like fear that he would not get nominated for again. I am hopeful that he will continue to have Academy recognition going forward. That's fair. hundred percent. I've heard a lot of the leads in the favorite speak about his directing style, mm-hmm. which he's almost like the anti-director director because when they come on to set, they've read the script. He does not read lines for anyone and he just kind of lets them do what they want to do and how they interpret those characters. And then every single female in this film have said like, oh yeah, like, you know, like they show up to set to make him smile, to make him be like, that's the one. I mean, that's a choice. That's, and I think director. that's yeah, amazing. That's wild I think to that's me so cool. considering how particular the dialogue is in his prior movies. Right. Maybe a little bit less so in The Favorite, but like for sure in The Lobster and Killing of a Sacred Deer, like the fact that he didn't read any of those lines out for like, how did Colin Farrell come up with that? My goodness I gracious. Maybe by his, his lack of quote unquote directing, he elicited something that he really wants. (laughs) I guess. Wow. And that speaks to what a great director he is, for sure. Hmm. Verge. You can't pick Brad, uh, so. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I'm just like looking at it and the Academy, I just wish that they'd take another look at it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd love, I'd, I would, I'd feel so much happier to have Yorgos, Alfonso, and our boy Brad Mm -hmm. going up against one another right now. Yes. I don't know what Adam's doing there, man. Adam, get out of there. Vice is fine. It's not well directed. Get out of there. We have nothing to say about Spike Lee. It's, uh, no, it's Alfonso Curon from this choice. Honestly, if Bradley Cooper was in this, would you choose Brad? Because I don't know if I would. I don't. Sell. I don't think I would. But yeah. I'd love to talk about it. I'd sure. have a harder choice mm. for sure. Agreed. Which is, which is, which is what there. I did in cinematography, real quick. Yeah. I knew I wasn't going to get. Rewind the tape if you really want her Burgess feelings. Uh, about. A yeah. lot of these yeah. categories have three really good choices and two very questionable ones. Yeah. Yeah. Does yeah, that bring us to best picture? Yeah. If you you're going for Roma, and yeah, we're on. Best picture. Easy. The nominees are Black Klansman, Black Panther, hmm, Bohemian Rhapsody, mm. The Favorite, mm. Green Book, <laughs> Roma, <laughs> A Star is Born, mm. and Spider-Man Into the, oh, no, sorry, Vice. <laughs> and Venom. And Venom. And Venom. 
Eddie. Eddie, do you want this Oscar, Eddie? Oscar. Oscar. Uh, Eddie, we will take the Oscar. I don't care. We so don't, we don't should I Oscars. should I just like fuck all this up real quick and say that uh, Ballad Green, of Buster Scruggs. Green Book. <laughs> fuck you. You're not. That's fuck not you, funny you bit. shit. First you won't do the balls bit. Now you're going to say <laughs> Green Book. This is so not funny. A Star is Born is phenomenal. Roma is an amazing movie. But if we're going for points here. Is that what we're doing? You think we're Green Book's going to We're going for points, going but... Points. You're choosing to you, go for blood in the last so category. If you want to go for points, pick Green Book, because I've seen it, and that's an Academy movie right there. Just uh, saying. I, I want, don't think I, so. I, I think want, you're wrong. I want Roma. Yes, me too. I want Roma, and I'm just telling all you pointies. You're going for points? No, no, no. I'm not going for points. I want Roma. I'm saying all the pointies out there, you better get Green Book. Just saying. I'll never I'm forgive your name. them. By Roma, you said you you're going for Roma. Me by Roma. Okay, yeah. I am also Green by Roma. Book's winning. Uh, no, it's okay, not. Good. They have picked some bad movies before. Uh huh. I just hope they don't. Green do it Book again. is just good enough where you can see it working. No. It. No. Who here has seen Green Book? No. If that it wins, works. that's going to go Academy down as like movie. the worst. Like that's what it is. Rob, there's there's like the nothing really winner. wrong with it. There's it's nothing just, wrong with Roma. There's not a single thing wrong with Roma. Well, if they could give him foreign language and then they can give another one. That, that, that's I think he could take work. both. No. I think he could take both. They'll Jack, ne- what is, what is your choice? Both. I want to bring up the rear on this one. It's going Roma. on the record. They'll never let him take both. And if they do, I'll happily eat my shoe. It's we're, Roma. We're going to buy a brand new shoe that you have to eat. No, oh, give him an old stinky one. No, because yeah. then he has to worry about one. wasting the good shoe. No, Burn, Burns really get it. I don't know about the logic of that. <laughs> is, that like, is that like a saying? Like that's what we always when we talk. Don't shit, waste the old shoes. Shoe. When we talk shit about Burge, we always talk about how, like he hates eating. He hates wasting shoes. Well, <laughs> we're gonna make him he buy it. He hates it. Burge, <laughs> if if Green Book does win, I'm gonna blame you now. Uh, I know you. This is a kill the messenger. I know this is. I know this is a kill the messenger kind of scenario. But now you're the messenger, and you're going to be standing next to me when they announce it. I want Roma or Star is Born to win. I'd love either one of those to win. I will stab you and then myself. Don't do it, please. Don't do it, Jackie boy. What are you going with? Roma, hundred percent respect. It's a rabbit steal. Best picture. Selected by the Academy, but a category for the people. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the boys, the girls, right. the indeterminates, and the figuring outs. It's for all these people out there. And I'm going with the movie as the biggest banger on this list. And that's that Black Panther, baby. I think Black Panther is <laughs> the movie for the biggest reaching audience I think it's the movie that changed the world in a way. If the superhero zeitgeist is upon us, Black Panther is the changing of a current. I think Black Panther deserves, and I'm voting for that. Ryan Coogler, not getting nominated. Bullshit. 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 Mm-hmm. Agreed. Bullshit. Original screenplay. Or adapted screenplay. Adapted, adapted screenplay. It's bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. Michael you can B. Say Jordan, it. not getting nominated. Bullshit. bullshit. Uh-huh. Give it to Black Panther. I think for all those politics Shit, also. Man. You might have it, actually. I yeah. think it's going to be Black Panther. I think it's going to be Black Panther. So they're going to read Green Book 
and then Green Book's gonna get up there. Yeah, and, and like, then they're oh, like, oh, oh no, 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 confused. So real quick, though, real quick, it's another color. There's this, there's this really good part in Green Book where a guy, some nameless character, hands Viggo Mortensen a book that's called Green Book, which is what it's named after. And he sees it, and he looks at it, and it says Green Book, and he's like, what's this for? And he's like, ah, you know, we're colored people want to, like, kind of go places that they can go. And he goes, so so you can stop being racist. You can not do a racist. Here's a book how to not do a racist no more. Yeah. Yeah. So Black Panther is my Mm -hmm. motherfucking choice. Hey, dude, Shape of Water won last year. Yeah. Did I vote Shape of Water last year? Yes, you did. You and I. Yeah. So, fuck you guys. <laughs> I don't even remember what I voted for last year. Not Shape of Water. I voted for Dunkirk. That would, that's a good I don't, choice. I honestly don't remember what I voted for I don't for remember you voted for either. Oh, Burns got oh, the Burns, Burns got the notes. <laughs> it's right on the first page as well. Oh, she wow. She had it Holy fucking shit. categorized. Ready to go. What is it? She's you had on... Call Me By Your Name. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Well, that was me. <laughs> that was my my deep deep guilt for not putting that movie on my top ten list. Uh, yeah, that followed true. you. Yeah. That followed you. Yeah. 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 Um, Let cool. it be known that I'm a nerd. <laughs> yeah. No. I, you're well prepared. I don't know. I'm not. Upset. About I am not upset about it. <sighs> yeah, Black Dude, Panther what if Black Panther way? wins? It. I think it is. Like, I'm pretty confident it's gonna win. If I think it, by its lack of. I think because it has such lacking shout outs on so many of these categories, I think that puts it in a That's bigger position. Academy I don't know, man. Yeah, I, like, don't, I know what you're saying, but hey, you typically know, it's the one that has the most awwards. It's the one that's Black, Black Panther win didn't the really biggest one. Didn't really get a lot of noms everywhere else. We're Let's just throw, throw it. it Let's throw it a bone. No problem. We'll just give it best. I, I still think it's it could Leonardo go to, DiCaprio situation. I, I think it could still go to Black Panther. I but the well, thing is technically by by Robbie's standards, Leonardo DiCaprio was not nominated for any other <laughs> awards true. the year that he won Best Actor Correct. for the Revenants. So I'm pretty sure that's true. Actually, he might be out of something here. <laughs> pretty smart. And did smart, everybody get guy. their best pictures in? I gotta make sure that that's <laughs> Are you actually saying Green Book, you fucking psycho? Jack, you okay? No, he's, no, no you're he killing said, me. No, he said Roma. No. He said Roma. I'm saying I, I'm saying Roma. For I want Roma points. to win. I'm okay. saying he said that Green Book for points. Okay, good. Would be, like that's probably what's going to win. Good. Yeah. I can survive tonight. Then if Black Panther, you might have to edit this out, Mike, for evidence' sake. But if Black Panther wins, we're fucking burning this town to the ground. Let's do it. We're flipping cars. <laughs> yeah, we're it's gonna be grease good. those poles because we're climbing up them. <laughs> I'm with it. I'm here. I tapped it to just make sure. Like that's where you edit it out. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Good. After Perfect. the the big beacon burning of 2019 <laughs> happens, the it's like, well, to the take that out real quick. Yeah, and yeah. Uh huh. I will say that the conversation around this year's Oscars is exciting. I love talking to you guys about Oscar predictions. I know we get into it and we discuss them and we like them and we watch them. We get it. But I really like that this year's Oscar nominations were so conflicted and divisive that hopefully we're kind of getting away from this mentality that Oscars mean great. And I think we're getting into an era of film, hopefully, that is more inclusive and that it doesn't matter if they're getting nominated for Oscars in the first place. Yeah. Like, we like doing this, 
But I feel like sometimes that there's a lot of power in like the whole Oscars thing Mm -hmm. and that we as film lovers kind of need to take the power away from the Oscars. I agree. Because it's just kind of like a weird arbitrary thing that we do and that the Academy does. It's kind of silly, but we enjoy getting together and hanging out because it's of like it. our it's our Super Bowl, you know? right? Yeah, right. it's our nerdy Super Bowl. I th- right. I think, that's why it's fun. I well, think yeah, in a way, no, this is like the Super Bowl for cool people. Oh yeah, that's what I meant. I think in <laughs> yeah, yeah. A, in a way, we were all kind of hoping that with new members, new younger members of the new, more diverse members of the Academy were coming in, we would hope that like the greater narrative of the Oscars would bend more towards a modern sensibility to film. Yes. And I think what's happening instead that you're really nailing here, Burn, is that like the modern film sensibility is just bending away from the Oscars. Yes. Yes. And but in that sense, like the the modern sensibility is the Academy is getting better. Like, look at the best pictures. Mm-hmm. Black Klansman, Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody. The top three are already person of color-led films. I just wish that's... Then we have the way. favorite, Green Book. Yeah. But here's... Roma, the- person of color. I think... It's crazy. I think in a way... And maybe this will balance out because a lot of the, the conversation I've seen around a lot of the movies that are getting nominated pretty heavily, Green Book being a perfect example, Bohemian Rhapsody being another one, they're, they're movies that that feel less like they're genuine picks by the Academy to be within that conversation of a more modern sensibility of filmmaking and more that the Academy sees – something like Green Book and says, oh, it's a movie about a white guy overcoming racism. That's what we need to put in here yeah. in a way that feels disingenuous. No, yeah. I, I, yes, it might be that. And I honestly think that it's – they are trying to be genuine and they don't know – They just don't get they it. They don't yes. know yeah. that they're being disingenuous. Yes. Green Book and Bohemian Rhapsody are not bad movies. They're but not, they're not. They're, they're not also best not best picture, pictures. But they are movies that feature a predominantly person of color lead, and about racism in America. And those are being nominated. That is better than Avengers: Infinity War. I oh, think, but, yeah. but like. If Bill Street could talk, you don't think that's a better movie right. to no, put in absolutely. Best Picture 100%. than Green Book? Yeah, no, and, and that's like what you're saying is true, but there's there's another angle to it, and it's the 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 Academy is slowly changing over the course every year. Five drop out, five go in, or whatever the numbers are, mm-hmm. and that started about three or four years ago after Oscars so white. So it's like we're 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 getting there We're i'm, I'm hoping that within the next 10 to 15 years there will be a good middle ground where as you said films aren't working their way into the best picture category as a checklist like mm-hmm. oh we should include this oh well we should include this hopefully they'll just be there organically because they deserve to be there and we're hopefully working towards that in 10 Hopefully. to 15 years when we're all living on our boat colonies, do you think people are still <laughs> going to be tuning in to the Oscars? Because I think you're seeing like this year, I mean, maybe I'm in like a bubble of like looking at what film Twitter is talking about. Like yeah, hopefully. In, 20, in 2019. Yeah. But like a lot of people are really, really not psyched on the Oscars. Yeah. Like a lot of people that really, really love movies like we do. Well, they got to get somebody to not- host it that's really cool, like Kevin Hart or somebody ah. like that. And that's another conversation to have. Like, you know, it's 
regardless of how you feel about Kevin Hart, the fact that the Oscars, they just said like, oh, fuck it. I guess we won't have anybody because who knows who's going to get canceled next is like, I don't know. It's it. I don't know why they picked what they're actually doing. The reason that they don't have a host is because you have to have a host within two months and you have to organize everything and plan everything. And the fact that nobody Kevin Hart was wanted pointed to do out it? as an absolute fucking homophobic piece of shit. I mean, give it to Sandra Allegedly. Oh. She just came off hosting other yeah, award she'll shows. Do, she'll probably do she'll it. She'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, just get James Corden to do everything. Oh, gosh. Yeah. He'll do it. He wants the attention. Like, right? We're not, we all. What if Melissa, Melissa yeah, wants attention, right? Yo, yeah. Melissa we McCarthy would that. be a pretty cool host. Yeah. Who's that? Melissa McCarthy, I think, would be pretty funny. Actually, she'd probably be a great. Yeah. You can't have her host if she's nominated. You just said Melissa. Sandra that, L hosted. And that put Michelle. And she in was my nominated. Head. Michelle. For that makes me say awkward as she Sarah wins. Michelle. Geller she won, and it was great. And Freddie Prince Jr. There you go. <laughs> what are they hosting the Oscars <laughs> until they're in their eighties every year? Could be done. I'd be okay with that. Be great. Be probably be better than no host. Be great. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Story Screen Presents, where we talked about the Oscars for a long time. Yes. Uh, We we already gave all of our plugs over there. We're trying Mm. to keep it off. I don't think that we hit three hours. It's uh, close. (laughs) StoryScreenBeacon.com. Follow us on Instagram at Story underscore Screen underscore Beacon. You can also follow us on Twitter at Story underscore Screen. I want to give a very big thanks to my Story Screen family here. Rob Baby Anderson. Hey. Bernadette Gorman White. I'm very white and Irish, so I don't know where that came from, but yes. He's excited for American God season two. Okay, yes. Uh, And and, and Johnny Joe, as we're going to start calling him. That's me. That's him. Johnny Joe Green. Yes, Johnny, Johnny Joe, Joe Green. Green. Holy <laughs> shit. I'm that's a great He's name. rebranding. Wow. Uh, yeah. Just found my stage name. That's amazing. That's yeah. good. Just Thank all the you guys up there again. so much for listening. Uh, throw our ballots in the air. We had ourselves a great time. Burns going to want to keep that probably. We're going to keep going. No, no I got it all. She already has it. Okay, good. Okay, cool. okay, good, good. And uh, bye. Bye. Love buy, you. Buy a t-shirt. Come to the story screen location on Beacon Main Street. See a movie. Buy a t-shirt. Uh, we're there. Say what's up to us. We'll buy some popcorn. Hang out. Yeah. Yeah. Bye See guys. what we look Thank like in you. person. Best popcorn in town. <laughs> Hell yeah. Catch Allegedly. you later. Oh, that's right. And yeah. so uh, take it away, uh, Diana. Thank you, D. Thanks. <coughs> I was hoping you'd cut it before that. Nah. <laughs>